Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. The year is 2013. I got punched by a fan at the Backstreet Boys concert at Jones Beach. <laughs> True story. As we all know, Backstreet Boys fans are insane. Tiffany's about to punch me in the face. Hello. I'm gonna kill you too. Oh. I was shaking and crying and screaming for Howie because he's my favorite. He aged the best. I said that years ago. Um, I was right. And I was like, oh my God, Howie. And this drunk girl next to me was so, like you could tell she was like fuming. Like, how dare I go for Howie? Oh and God. she just fucking socked me. And then she hit the girls in front of us. She just started swinging and she got tackled by security. And I didn't do anything. Anyway, <clears throat> moving on. <laughs> Beyonce made herself a verb after she dropped self titled at midnight on a cold night in December, thus inventing Beyonceing an album. That turned me into a Beyonce fan. I mean, definitely was a fan of Sasha Fierce and all of that before, and Destiny's Child and everything, but like she took it to the next level. Mm-hmm. For and I'll sure. confess, uh, this is quite early on to say this, but Uh-oh. I bought that album three times and I didn't even buy Britney Jean this year. Oh, I only bought Britney Jean because I had pre ordered and had I known the horror <laughs> that would happen. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. Thanks for listening. <laughs> I really want to say this next one, but I'm going to get it's a joke. Um, so. <laughs> Certain artists said that they were living for the applause, Uh, applause, applause. However, I just heard crickets. uh, (laughs) Mm -hmm. Funny enough, I also had a note about a certain artist on here that might also be in reference to what you're referring to. Uh, Stephanie Germanata, an Italian girl from New York City, took us on a reverse Warholian expedition to the planet Venus. Yeah. Yep. Um. (laughs) Her art pop could mean anything it really could it it could Um, mean a las vegas residency oh funny i thought that's where careers went to rot um (laughs) we'll be talking about that later in 2014 the realest of real talk i tried to listen to britney jean again for this and by track five i turned on art pop i'm not even kidding all right this is brad's last episode (laughs) um thank you so much for being here good luck with your tits um (laughs) i listened to it three times today are you kidding Mm. It brings up too much trauma, but we're going to get through it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, great. Um, this is also the year that I smashed my head on that water taxi. I was thinking about it. Yeah. Oh, There's a lot that, of trauma this year, actually. There certainly is physical, physical and emotional. Sonic. Sonic trauma. Yeah. I. Um, so I was on Fire Island, <laughs> and I went to an underwear party, which was also traumatizing. <laughs> Let There Be Love was playing, which was iconic. And then went back to the water taxi, smashed my head open, blood mm. everywhere, had to go to a year of therapy, PTSD, scared of heights, the whole thing, you know. All because of Lotus. Yeah. And then yep. Brittany Jean came out. So and it was then- really just <laughs> a lot. Yeah, this was a trying year for many of us. This is the last hurdle. This is the last hurdle. Along the journey. So we're going to take that leap. Yeah. We're going to dive in and explore 
the most personal era of her career. Hey, I'm T. Kyle. Hey, I'm Bradley Stern. This, this is, is our, our new, new brand. <laughs> yeah, no, no that doesn't sound like a word. Hey, I'm T. Kyle. And I'm Bradley Stern. And this is It's Britney, Bitch. A podcast for stands, by stands, dedicated to 20 years of the living legend, Britney Jean Spears. Why don't we go back, back to the beginning of January oh. 2013? <laughs> well, we had to make a reference to our 20 years of Duff podcast. So, uh, yeah, we kick off January right at the beginning with Entertainment Weekly confirming she's in the studio with Hit Boy and Will I Am. The crying, the shaking and crying of new music is coming. She's coming to slay. That's all happening now. Right, because we're all delusional and thinking that this X Factor is meant delusion. new music. But I would say peak stand delusion across the board. This is the time of roar versus applause and Gaga tweeting album of the millennium. Like, I think this applaud, was... Applaud, applaud, applaud. Applaud, applaud, applaud. Remember when Wendy Williams was like... <laughs> oh, God. Do you guys... What was that song? Applaud, applaud, applaud. <laughs> is there another song out that's popular? Or is applaud, applaud, applaud. Is that the last song that she had out? About the last one? And that was off the last album that she had out? That was the only good song? Because the album was called I Pop, but the streets call it I Flop. Oh, iconic. Um, I think there was a lot of delusion happening all around in stan culture. And at the same time that this is happening, there's talk of a potential Vegas show. And actually, Lana Del Rey is one of the first people to like comment on it because people are, it's speculative. Breathe Heavy Jordan's reporting it because he's in Vegas. He's got the T from Vegas. Oh, a, a local in Vegas there. <laughs> I, but like, actually, though. Actually, a Vegas local. <laughs> so. <laughs> There's rumors starting. Lindsay is shaking in the elevator. <laughs> that was like literally a decade before this. What? I know. But rumors are starting. She's sick of being followed. And Lana Del Rey is in an er- interview and says she would love to go to a Britney Vegas show. Just continuing the Lana Del standing of Britney, which I appreciate. But this is also like when the press is beginning to ask about a Britney show. And I remember mm. that moment distinctly. Um, speaking of Lana, this year I also I became a fan of Beyonce, and I also became a fan of Lana this year because of for the, the first time ever because of the video, the uh, Tropico, Tropico, which is really good. Yes, I remember you. You lived for that. I, I mean, we all literally didn't that. get Lana. I was like, sorry, I just don't get it. Yeah, and then <laughs> someone was like, oh, watch Tropico. I really think you're gonna like it. Yeah, I think someone was me. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Actually, it was. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. visual albums, you know. It's true. Some people have them. So, yeah, people are rumbling about a Britney Vegas show. And at the same time, Britney and Jason Trowick announce their split. And, like, who cares? Crickets. Like, literally. Applaud, applaud, applaud. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I don't know how you felt about it. I felt nothing about this man. I felt, if anything, I felt shadiness because... Mama, she was in love with a criminal. She was in love with a criminal. He was there for business purposes turned into personal purposes he was hot but the second that they added him to the conservatorship i was like okay shady we don't let men touch our money yeah uh-uh exactly no. that's why i'm in debt yeah um <laughs> <laughs> and um now he's gone to love you have to let go so she let him go till it's gone uh-uh. um <laughs> <laughs> then i don't know if many people even remember this hannah spears was full-on tweeting <sighs> which if you don't know who she is it is a yorkie as in like a dog a dog um, tweeting her dog yeah her dog has a twitter account 
Which is that dog dead now? I where she may be lying with radar horse. I am unclear, but I'm not lying. <laughs> I'm oh I'm God. seriously not sure. I've What's not it called seen the Rainbow Hannah. Bridge. Um, <laughs> what what after it, after I, something I dies? Know. Oh my God! I'm triggering somebody out there. I'm so sorry. I apologize. <laughs> but Brad said it first. Um, she may be heaven on earth. She may. <laughs> That's awful. Why are we laughing? I don't know. This is uncomfortable. This is, but I. It's very possible she's like sitting on one of those tiny <laughs> couches in one of her workout rooms. So, hey, Hannah. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, she's tweeting. Yeah, and her dog is has a fucking Twitter account and is like tweeting, teasing Vegas. And Hannah Spears, I believe, used to be Britannica and is now at the Britney Army. Oh, okay. It's because when I checked the tweet, it redirected to the Britney Army. Which is funny because to have that tweeting things wow. about woof woof and stuff. Is what a like high concept. Really um, edgy from... social media marketing campaign. Yeah. Hannah Spears gets the, the crowd shaking because she tweets, Mommy, are dogs allowed to gamble in Vegas? Going to cash all my bones in for chips. And Brittany responds with like, oh, no, sweetie or something. And then hashtag Viva Las Vegas. And this is like their way of teasing the news. Yeah, she's Brittany's. <laughs> tweeting at her dog and her dog is commenting back oh that's interesting i, I know a couple gays that do that God. <laughs> um oh, anyway no. uh next Exposed. up on our list um <laughs> after this <laughs> so the scream and shout remix finally yeah. drops we get hit boy walk a flock of flame diddy and lil wayne on the song i was kind of like not because i was met on the song at the time i know we were differ on that but kind of impressive to get all those yeah, People. I mean, the song charted really well. Oh, yeah. And so everyone wanted a piece of it, uh, oh, if you will. Mm-hmm. And like All Hot Names, uh, especially at the time, premieres on 106 in Park, you know, the, the go-to place for a Britney premiere. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> um, I love her look in this. Oh, it's yeah. so good. Definitely a serve. High Pony. High Pony and her Jeremy Scott Adidas custom jacket, which is fierce. Things are starting off on the right foot in 2013. They are. We got rid of the man. We jumped on a hot remix moment. And uh, yeah. And then we go brunette. She shows up at Elton John's annual AIDS Foundation Academy Awards party with brunette hair, which is a look. I still never understand what is going on when she goes brown, but... Creative juices are flowing. It's true. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, something is always going down with the hair. Yeah, I, she was probably just bored, honestly. Uh, yeah. Or post-breakup, that's what you do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going gray. Anyway, um, so in the spring, yeah, she flies out to Vegas. and With a pocket full of paper. <laughs> this whole episode, we're just going to sing references. Britney lyrics. Um, yeah, she does. This is kind of, I feel like by the spring, we all kind of knew it was happening. Yeah. And at this point, we start getting venues secured because she's scouting Planet Hollywood. And she's doing some things in Vegas as well, including attending a Cirque du Soleil show with somebody new. His name is David Lucado. Ew. Gross. Yeah. Wasn't he kind of hot, though? He had big hands, if I recall. Hot. Yeah, I like for, for some reason. Why is oh he didn't have tiny hands? Uh, <laughs> yes, that's not him. <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> I remember he was like a big guy. Like that's kind of because yeah. I, I think he eventually does. Spoiler alert: he does um, freak show moment, right? Mm-hmm. And I think people were commenting about like how big he was. Yeah, as the gays would call him, he's a stocky top. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> 
Oh my God. Um, Oh, and then this is a fun little side note that happened and she acknowledged there is a village in Somerset, England called Godney. Really? Really. Wait, I'm looking it up right now. I don't believe you. It's true. What what country is it in? Town is it in? Uh, England and the county. What state is that? Uh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I love Godney, going overseas England. to Canada. I know. Um, <laughs> oh my God. Wow. It's really on earth. Yeah, it's it's heaven on earth, and they're I mean, on, not on earth on fucking on Google the, Maps. Yeah, the, yeah, that too. I zoomed out and I was like, "Wow, that is it's earth. really on earth." Wow, no, it's really there. It's, it's really by there. Glastonbury. Yeah, and so there is like a bartender, barkeeper, or something, and he decides to do social media for his new establishment, and he's using the hashtag Godney, and is inundated with tweets from insane fans like you and I of Godney stands. It like makes the news that like his bar is being like inundated with Britney stands like tweeting him or something wow. like that. And Britney tweets out a link to the news report or to the bar itself. So she like almost acknowledges her proper name, which is Godney. Wow. Yeah. So that's an important moment in stan culture. So it's still March. Another slight Britney nod from a fan. <laughs> um, the MTV Movie Awards come by and Selena Gomez performs Come and Get It, a bop. It is a bop. And the whole time she's doing promo, she's saying that this album and this performance are inspired by Britney's VMA performances, specifically Slave for You, which is tea. I mean, That's, uh... <clears throat> it's a bold comparison. I'll say that. She was doing her own version of what she could do in tribute to Britney. Right. The best she could. We now she doesn't even, I don't think there's any dancing with Selena anymore, but there was a time. There shouldn't be. There shouldn't be. And I say that with love. I mean, the whole Gen X, is that what that generation is? All of them don't dance. Who? Not Gen X, Gen Z. Oh, I thought you were like talking about someone named Jen. Jen. I'm like, who's Jen? Jen and Appleton. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Calling Um, your manager. I'm calling your manager. Telling him Jen. (laughs) Your um, ass. <laughs> Jen can't dance and neither can anyone in her generation. <laughs> oh my God. That's a really good tagline or something. Uh, yeah. Jen can't dance. Um, <laughs> that's a girl group. That is right there. It is. Jen can't dance. Um, speaking of girls who can't dance. So Selena Gomez. performs. <laughs> wow. What a segue there. Come and get it. <laughs> Brittany approves. She tweets it out. Like love to Selena. They've had a nice back and forth. I think from that point on Brittany later credits Selena for a lot of the sound of glory. So that's nice. And to be honest, like I was full Selegend mode with this whole um, stars dance era. I was very into that and come and get it. So we're I really liked um, it ain't me. It ain't me. Uh, uh, oh, well, that's, that's, that's recent. Oh yeah. Oh, right. What that, is, she has other albums. <laughs> oh god i need to pull myself out of this hole before i accidentally shade someone that i'm not meaning to shade well um yes that was her first post selena gomez in the scene album when she ditched the scene i like um a year without rain that's it oh yes a bop mm-hmm. we move on to more promo i don't know if anyone remembers this blip shockingly more promo more promo will you not does a google hangout session for willpower album or whatever so ahead of its time very cool and urban (laughs) jesus christ oh (laughs) puberty maya was that you (laughs) (laughs) a little too early for that we're not there yet (laughs) 
So he does a Google Hangout session, which is like a webcam, multi-cam experience, whatever. And Brittany pops on the screen for all of 30 seconds and describes Scream and Shout as cool and then leaves. Did she lie? She didn't lie. No. I think all of us were like perched waiting for like album eight announcement. Not yet. (laughs) (laughs) But we do know that she's in the studio. There's like now paparazzi pics. So everyone's shaking. Right. Our expectations begin to become very insane. At this point, I, I start getting tea myself as I rise up the ranks to irrelevant blogger status. <laughs> From 12 to 14 <laughs> to gays. To 14 gays at this point, peak readership. I interviewed Danger at the CSAC Pop Awards at the New York Public Library. and That's a mouthful. Mm-hmm. I, of course, only had one thing to ask and was like, so blackout? Mm-hmm. And, well, duh. Yeah. And he was like, I mean, I want it to happen. I'm here for her. Like, I'm ready if she's ready to hit the studio. Of course, he would probably do it. But oh, uh, like, yeah. I believe he would. It just sparks the whole blackout 2.0, like, freak out. And at this point, we're still thinking she's doing stuff with Dark Child. She's not. Ugh, um, right. Then in May, Will I Am confirms that he is the executive producer. <sighs> And so begins okay. meltdowns. All right. Well, I feel like I should be fair. Okay. At the time, mm-hmm. I felt like maybe he would just curate and not be so involved in everything. She clearly likes working with him. Clearly. And there are certain celebrities and certain figures that she has a really good time with. She does. One of them being Mario Lopez. Yeah. One of the only people that can interview her. And she actually has fun, which... They have a couple moments this year that we'll discuss. Yeah. So I was kind of like, all right, they picked somebody that she likes being around. This could be a good thing. Mm-hmm. And Scream and Shout was a fucking bop. Right. Maybe this isn't the worst thing at the time. You hated it. I know. You I, were like... I hilariously did a full rant piece. And then the next day did a full piece about how this might not be the end of the world. I like changed my tune so fast because... In Stan world, I guess you have to just adapt with the times. But I, <laughs> it's true. I did a whole like, how is this happening to us? And then the next day, I was like, here are five reasons this could slay. And I was mm-hmm. like, Will I am and Cheryl, three words. Will I am and Khalees. Will I am doing like some Black Eyed Peas songs are good. Yeah, and, like I named all the the moments where he's like had slays in the past. And so that kind of lifted my mood was to be like, let's think about at his peak what he's done. It's kind of hit or miss. It is hit or miss. I really like the song um, Someday from the beginning, Black Eyed Peas. Oh, cool. Um, <laughs> Brad's not aware of it. I think I might be. Just, I guess I really had such a, a full-on ban of all things Will for so many years after that. Yeah. During this month, Shape Magazine drops, and she confirms Vegas even further in that interview. This is kind of where the ball drops, I would say. Yeah. Like, middle of the year, the Shape Magazine promo. Right. That's where you go when you have an exclusive, is Shape Magazine. Um, She's doing yoga poses and also a boxer in the ring trying to defend herself. Yeah, and that's a wig. That is a wig. Like, this wig is not good. Yeah, she's serving... um, something she's it's like hard candy mannequin something it, the wig is not a look but everything else is she also declares that her as of yet untitled album is going to be more hip-hop than pop mm-hmm. thus continuing the trend of something more urban oh how that did not happen oh oh what are you saying about perfume <laughs> 
Yeah, what a misleading. She moment. should never be asked to describe her music just across the board. No. To be fair, I have no doubt, knowing how she probably works, that she was working on a hip hop song literally that day or that week and was like, probably. oh, it's hip hop. Yeah. But even though she like probably recorded 10 ballads after that. Right. And, like, she had no idea. No. Honestly. No, she certainly didn't. I mean, that was a fairly solid move overall. And it was very hype inducing, which was bad in the long run. But it was a good look. Yeah. And then she did, um, she did an interview with Mario. Thank God. That was short. It was like a little mini tease. Yeah. But she gave us a look. She did. And it was... The big wavy hair with the hoops. Mm-hmm. There is like a really good gif of her on the red carpet. It's like she did some Kiss FM thing and she's on the red carpet and she's wearing sunglasses and oh, she just looks kind of. God. Do you remember that That's one? That's the she's moment. Like, we'll have to tweet this gif. Um, it's perfect for like walking into work on Monday, like. Yeah, just completely clueless. <laughs> checked out. And then uh, things get a little smurfy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> because. Ooh la la leaks from from yeah, the sky. I don't remember the leak. They claimed it was a demo, but then it was just the song. For those who are less familiar, Ooh la la is a song from Smurfs 2, the soundtrack. It reminds me of uh, Madonna's Superstar, if anyone knows that song, all three of you. Um, uh, <laughs> from oh. her not great, from MDNA. It's... Oh, wait. Actually, <laughs> they are exactly alike. Yeah. Oh my god, wait, are they're like literally the same song? Yeah. Ooh na na be mm, my superstar. Oh la la. Yeah. Oh wow. Scalped. But it's fine because they can borrow from each other because Queen yeah. and Well Legends Queen and Princess. Queen legends and princess. And princess. Legends so, only. Yeah. Smurfs only. She's not me, <laughs> but she could possibly be. She could possibly. Unlike others. <laughs> <laughs> there could be a hundred others in the room. <laughs> None of them are of clapping. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I tease. Oh no. I oh. I'm just going to say it right now because before I get dragged to the depths of hell, mm-hmm. being clawed at by 8,000 little monsters. Actually, there's probably only 2,000 left. Um <laughs> just digging the hole deeper. Gypsy off that album is one of her best songs ever. That's what I was listening to after I had my Britney Jean breakdown. So before you little yeah. monsters claw my eyes out, yeah, they will. Just know that I have stand Gypsy. Pause up, little monsters. Yeah, it's like one of her top ten songs. Love she only Gypsy. has twelve, but oh my god, All right. <laughs> gotta go. Um... <laughs> I can actually hear them coming for you. Yeah. So. <laughs> Our, our faves literally gonna be in Vegas like a month later. Literally, we'll be canceled after a week. <laughs> See you there. Oh my god, we're canceled. Uh, okay, yeah, we're so entering. Kicking off. Things are kicking off. Yes, it's June at this point, and Naughty Boy producer songwriter and William Orbit Ray of Light producer are tweeting each other. Why don't you give the girls a little bit of history on William Orbit since you're the smart one too? <laughs> So William Orbit is probably best known to the pop community as helping birth the pop Bible that is Ray of Light by Madonna in 1998. It was known as the reinvention album. And I think most people refer to that album as like when a pop star elevates in the same way that Beyonce self-titled, they definitely, there were comparisons to Ray of Light, not sonically, but just like when a pop star attains a new level of like, 
So kind of like when you like, level up a Pokemon. Yes, the yeah. evolution. Got it. Yes. <laughs> now I understand. I mean... <laughs> so like when Bulbasaur goes to Venusaur. Venusaur, right. Got it. That's it was the her. ray of light. Right. <laughs> See, I always thought it was sonically... No, so I was like, oh, well, the thing, the hope, it. the hope was that it would be sonically, but Got like it. clearly that did not pin out. However, I mean, Madonna's had like several of those moments where it's like level up, level up. She redefined kind of what you could be as a pop star in your 30s or 40s, rather. So like when Lindsay Lohan released Bossy, right? That was the ev- <laughs> that was the evolution where it was Got like it. she's attained enlightenment, dignity by Hillary Duff. Yes, ray of light. Right, exactly. Got it. So I would body say language like, by Heidi Montag. <laughs> <laughs> she started with her ray of light. <laughs> um, so everyone's really excited because, and Brittany has always like wanted to have like a ray of light moment. Like I've at least heard rumblings that like there was always a desire to like have that. So he's blabbing. If you remember from Femme Fatale, he blabbed too much on Twitter about like True. a track that he did. And Brittany is tweeting a very cryptic message. She says, recording a song for all my boys, smiley face. Which, what the hell do we think that meant in retrospect? I did a list of 20 things it could mean on my, on moomoos.com. Oh, I missed that post. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Oops. It was like, could it be a boy's continuation 2.0? Could it be like her boys, like my baby? Could it be my gay boys? She does an an interview as well with Ryan Seacrest and confirms that the album's coming out by the end of the year. Calls it cool, interesting, and different with lots of guitar. Oh, wow. I've never heard her describe anything like that before. Yeah, vintage, faded, interesting. Love these shoes. (laughs) (laughs) But the real trauma begins as far as the hype um, in July when she declares that this is going to be her most personal album ever. I mean, I blame hype a lot for, I mean, I blame a lot of things for what happened, but this is where our perception of what was coming was so off from what happened. Yeah. Because they decided that the marketing strategy for this album was personal. The joke about most personal isn't just there because she said it once. They drove that idea to the ground. Oh, yeah. There was a very few talking points here. <laughs> yeah. And that's one personal, of them. Personal, personal, personal. Most personal. personal. And cool. <laughs> Term of endearment. But we'll get to that. <laughs> oh, my God. So we're we're thinking she's recording her Ray of Light Spiritual Awakening personal album at this point. Jesus Christ. Who does make an appearance on this album? Anyway. <laughs> Multiple times. <laughs> Speaking of personal, the Ooh La La video drops. You know, <laughs> I... I thought you were going to start Not Myself tonight. Oh, you know, <laughs> you know? No, that, that has a deeper <laughs> it does. inflection. It does. I find this video to be so comical <laughs> that I, I don't hate it. I think it's sweet. And that she did it with her boys. Right. She gets electrocuted in it. She like, she does. Like sitting there. She was just there when, when the Transformer exploded a few yep. days ago. Oh. <laughs> right. <laughs> Why is she having so much fun in this? I don't know. Oh, she loves it. She is so happy to be dancing around in a green screen. Yeah, with Smurfs. Flopping little Smurfs around on her yeah. palms. Yeah. And she's so excited. She's really happy. Um didn't live for the hair. I don't like the the curly. No, she literally served mom. Mom, it was pure mom. Yeah, but it was an upgrade mom. Yeah, from X Factor mom. Sure, I will say. yes, 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 it was. The Definitely. one good thing about all of this trauma 
mm-hmm. is that she's giving us good hair pretty much this entire year, I will yeah. say. There's a couple hiccups, but for the most part, she was giving like good mom hair. I agree with you. I found it hard to stand, but I was also... <laughs> This is also just really fun when it comes on in Britney Power Hour. Oh, yeah. And everyone's like, what? Because it's like, literally no one knows it. They're no. Like, what is this? And yeah. why are there Smurfs? Smurfs everywhere. Um, she enjoyed it. Oh, she sure did. And that's all that matters. It's true. Yeah, that was actually her most personal song of the year. But <laughs> <laughs> she also attends the Smurfs 2 premiere. Oh, God. In that blue dress. Yeah. And she meets a fan, uh, Kathy Perry. <laughs> hey it's me katie (laughs) um because i believe katie also does she voice the smurfette is that right or i don't know well we're far from that i watched it (laughs) yep oh you didn't sit in the theater for no i haven't seen a movie in like 40 years that's true since burlesque to be honest (laughs) i mean i after that got snubbed i was like what is the The, academy i'm over over it yeah so yeah so they have a meeting uh meeting photo which is cute and it's i mean this is like peak stan wars so everyone's like oh my god this year really was bad for stan wars oh yeah like i'm this sure is... i didn't help the cause at the time no but... and i was awful as well but this was the time when gaga was melting down and doing those tweets like i write for the music not the charts and like troll tweets about herself oh it was a dark time you know like i say everyone has a britney jean yeah yeah, that that's uh, we. So what else happened this summer? <laughs> <laughs> so, so we get a little scandalous. Where a oh. TV show um, called The Real. Adrian Bailon, former Cheetah Girl, kind of spills too much tea about Britney on X Factor. And at first, I remember I was just mad at her. Yeah, and like fans attacked her hard. But if you look back five or six years later, you're like, she was only speaking the truth. Because Adrian worked on X Factor, and she said that behind the scenes, during segments with the different judges, Brittany could not hold a conversation and had to be fed what she was supposed to say. We kind of thought that. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like... Confirmation. Right. <clears throat> Everyone just attacked Adrian, which I think comes from, as I said, during 2011 about Brittany being attacked for her dancing, is that Brittany fans knew something was wrong but they were like angry at the wrong thing. Adrian kind of just like called it out. So there was that. Know who else called something out this year, which you just remind me of? What? Eve. Yes. Also talked about Scream and Shout this year. That's true. And I think it was on Watch What Happens Live. I when think she so. was like Speaking of English accents, what did you think of Britney's accent in her new song with Will I Am? Have you heard it's I heard that might not be Britney. I heard they <laughs> Really? Why? What do you why? Really? Why? Who would it? <laughs> it's someone else in the studio, and they. That's what I heard. But you know, I don't know. It right. could be Britney, but I heard it wasn't. Really? Is that is that the I word? I don't know. On... Though. I don't know. So that was like another, <laughs> right moment that was like shocking. Where I was like, Shocked. uh, the first of many times where people would suggest that maybe it's not all Britney on a track. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get into that. I mean, we've heard British knee before. We've heard British. It's not like. It's unusual. Nope. So during this month, um, Will I Am, executive producer, is teasing this William Orbit song, calling it Out of This World, which at the time didn't realize that that was a hint at the title. Yeah. Um, I think that hype is awful now. Hype is awful. And I that's what I thought this whole year as I was 
it was a lot of like things it was so much misguided hype, hype about this album which they hyped the wrong thing they should have just talked about the residency anyway which i have a theory about but we'll get there. i'm saving the bombshell of this episode for <laughs> the end you're pregnant speaking of <laughs> i hate hype hype is so overrated hype is awful stay By tuned the way, stay tuned to the end of the episode where you i'm gonna say miss. something that's going to shake the britney community up thanks so much for watching <laughs> see you soon <laughs> literally literally what we're doing at t kyle mack you're a hypocrite yeah yeah <laughs> anyway um continuing on continuing on oh more hype because britneyspears.com turns over into a countdown with just the words all eyes on me people think that's the name of the residency a countdown is maybe it would have been cool in 2009 10 it was just too much hype. So much hype. And none of it made any sense. Didn't make sense at all. And it didn't pan out. And then all we're getting musically is ooh la la. So it's like, okay. Yeah, um, she's coming. You're really not, like, <laughs> we're not shaking. We're just crying. So. Just crying. Speaking of crying, Sia and Brittany start tweeting at this time about a beautiful and heartbreaking song. More hype. More hype. So she's in the studio doing what would be perfume. And then here comes my dumbass again being a blog superstar britney teases something about hashtag work but before that happens i am told because i am the stan who knew too much i am told that the title of the song is work bitch already but i'm told it's spelled r uh, sorry (laughs) (laughs) rock bitch (laughs) i'm told it's spelled she is a bitch yes (laughs) b-i-c-t-h In that order. I am told that it's spelled W-E-R-K, bitch. Oh, for her gay fans? For her gay fans. Oh, is that a term of endearment? As a term of endearment, literally. So I start Instagramming the letters W-E-R-K. And like, I... Oh, I remember you doing that. I'm an asshole, first of all. And second of all, the spelling was wrong. And third... Exhale, which happens <laughs> a um, lot. Li- oh, mean, yeah, we're gonna have we have another spelling. Oh, error we have a spelling up. error coming. So it's kind of fitting to the era. And to be fair, like a working title of a song, it is not uncommon for them to be misspells or like what they thought it was gonna be. Like this was very much just in the works. So work, bitch, is happening, and exhale is like coming for me for knowing something slash the whole Britney community. Because then one of the producers does hashtag work, bitch, and like. It just messily tumbles out that it's right, called work, which bitch. then started. Didn't like there start rumors about something with RuPaul. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that because I was working at Logo TV at the time, mm-hmm. and then everyone was like, "Oh, there might be something." Yeah, with it RuPaul. samples um, Supermodel. You better work. Right. Like they were thought that it was a sample of that. Mm-hmm. It was a whole thing. They probably honestly did have it as a W E R K at w- first. And oh, then they s- did. Some exec was probably like. I don't think mainstream's going to get it. Yeah, because she even tweeted W-E-R-K during right. a rehearsal pick, I think. It probably um, was that. Yeah. <clears throat> and then GMA comes through with a announcement of an announcement. Mm-hmm. Deja vu. They announced... Never turns out well, does it? Doesn't make any sense, does it? They announced that Britney has an announcement <laughs> in September. And oh, does she? <laughs> oh, how the trauma comes in. So... Before we get into the great desert disaster of 2013, we're excited because Britney is shooting a video for what we now know as Work Bitch. 
Right. And I remember there being, fo- was it like... Yeah, she posted in like a bikini in that trailer. Yeah. It was a serve. And she's like, so hot in the desert. Yeah. Which got a lot of press. It did. Because they were like, oh, her body, basically. Right. Like, oh my God, she's in such good shape. Yep. She's getting ready for Vegas. Getting ready for Vegas. Fit queen. Fitney. <clears throat> Fitney. Leading to the disastrous Good Morning America piece of me announcement. Well, didn't the song premiere before that disaster? Yes. Yeah. It did. I feel like, well, the, I mean, the album only got two singles. This was one. Yeah. <laughs> I distinctly remember when it dropped, messaging you. I hated it. You hated it. You needed so to take much. a walk to Duncan. I tried so hard to. But do you know what? I think a part of it, and this was we'll get into, is because you knew that something was off about it, probably. Right. Okay, I hated it at first you did. because there was something off about the vocal of it, <laughs> and I knew it, and I couldn't figure out what it was. Mm-hmm. I was like, there's something weird about this. The sound of it just like is kind of grating. Mm-hmm. However, the video elevates it. So much. And everything else since then, like experiences have elevated work, bitch, for me. Significantly. Like it's iconic now. Like I love it. But the initial, like, this is the first single and song from this new album that you've been hyping. The fucking Sia hype was huge because her stuff is brilliant and the songs that she've done she's done are like massive hits. That was the peak of every pop girl's working with yeah. Sia. There mm-hmm. was just weird like teases, William Orbit. I'm like, this is the lead single of that you're working with. Like, what is this? Anyway. But yeah. that was that. You were mad. I was so mad. I liked it. <laughs> oh. But I, I definitely mean, felt that something was off. I liked that it was gay. I liked that it was a bop and of course I like the ending of it as it all crashes it's, it's still a great finale of the song but undeniably there was something off about the vocals for me yeah there was something off about it so at this time I'm getting more and more tea and I'm told that she's going to do a medley GMA, GMA the big Vegas announcement it was also in like the blogosphere or yeah, just like well, I remember wasn't there like renderings mm-hmm. of something yeah I'm told it's going to be a medley. I think I was told it was stronger work bitch and like oops or something. It gets closer to the day. I'm told it's just work bitch. Then we get to the day. As it turns out, no performance. Yeah. <laughs> Instead, we get like a hundred volunteers. Uh, no, girl. Was it that was more? N- uh, it was like 13 times a hundred. Really? No, okay, so let's paint the scene for you guys. Okay, take us back to the desert. Yeah, so GMA does this stunt. And if one of you are out there listening, this is a trigger warning because I'm sure that there's a lot of trauma involved in this. Oh, it was 1,300. Yeah, girl, I'm like 100. <laughs> no, sweetie. There's 1,300 Britney fans Stands, that they yeah. bus out into the middle of that the had fucking to be desert. T- but it had to be between five and six feet. I remember that detail because they had to have the... The signs. Yes. Yeah. So they bust these people out in the crack of dawn, mm-hmm. which to be in the middle of the desert at the crack of dawn is kind of gorgeous. Yep. Stunning. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I would imagine. Yep. Good Instagram photo. Definitely. Sunset. I mean, sunrise, whatever. And then Britney is in a helicopter. Sunset fantasy. Everyone has one. <laughs> is that real? It's real. There is one, yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> helicopter fantasy. So basically, we're all thinking she, she's doing a performance. They put Britney in a helicopter 
and the helicopter is just like hovering in the air Mm -hmm. and then it looks down and all these fans had to hold signs and then flip them at the same time. So they all hold it and they flip it and reveal it and it's piece of me, the promo photo. Mm. And they all stand there and they're like screaming and it's, (laughs) I mean, it's kind of a massive stunt to do, especially like manual labor. And then Brittany comes down in the helicopter and gets off. (laughs) Sunglasses on. Sunglasses go on because B-Girl got sick in the helicopter. That is the the first thing she proclaims to her national audience. The one and only Brittany Spears drops out of the sky. Ladies and gentlemen in the helicopter and joins us this morning. Brittany, thank you so much. I saw you in the helicopter. See the folks out here. What was going through your mind? It's craziness. It's so chaotic. Actually, I got sick in the helicopter. I was like, oh my God, but this is amazing. This is so cool. If you look on YouTube and watch the whole thing. It goes live like I want to see two seconds before they know that they're on, <laughs> and she's just standing there with the sunglasses and it's just like. But we can't forget the whole legendary telecast of it, the whole live stream of it, because there's the woman. Oh my god! Who I is forgot about the telecast. Hyping it for probably an hour before it even happens, where they're just like, "Brittany <laughs> is about to be here," and Rich uh, um, for. <laughs> It was for Gawker, I believe, did a whole write-up of the insanity of how awkward the live cast was, where the the woman like didn't know she was on camera sometimes, or she'd like bend over and like see that she was still alive. Isn't and, there the one where she like leaned? In yes, from she the leans side in. That's the best one. And someone photoshopped <laughs> uh, Need's face over it. Oh my god! I completely forgot. Yes, about... that's, it, it's it's like they learned nothing for domination because they did the same thing. They had like awkward silence to fill for like. What felt like 17 hours of this woman just being meandering around the desert, waiting for a non-performance. I will say, though, the actual interview that was like mixed into it, because they did a sit down with Brittany. She looks great. Mm -hmm. That was kind of a serve. In the interview, she says that her favorite song of the old hits is Toxic. If you had to look back and pick your favorite hit, which would be the one that you liked the most? Hmm, that's a good question. Um, I really like Toxic. Brittany is a local. (laughs) Exposing herself as a local. That is true. I remember that and being so disappointed by that answer because it was so obvious. I mean, you can see it in the performances that like she still loves doing it. Yeah, of course. I mean, we, we love Toxic. We get too much hate for for shading toxic i know we do um we love it it's just like kind of like a the butt of a joke right anyway she also says during that interview when they briefly ask about britney jean that she really likes the perfume song is there a song that you think you want the fans to hear more than any of the others that speaks to you um i love the perfume song it's really beautiful yeah i like that song a lot it's a ballad i like it too her most personal album to date (laughs) and i believe this is where they start lying and saying that she wrote it Oh, well. <laughs> I mean, but she has a co-write on every single song on the album, which is absurd. They scammed us. Wow. For a variety of reasons, they scammed us. Yeah. She has a yeah, a co-write on the the GRL demo, tick tick boom. Anyway, um well, that was traumatic. <laughs> um but shortly after this, we yeah, do get a recovery interview with Extra TV. Mario Lopez again. He's back. And this is a serve. 
she is giving us a pony and it is a sleigh. She just snaps completely back into her old self at this one. Yeah. Um, and she chats about the helicopter and she's like pretty casual. It was insane. I have to tell you, I didn't, I'll get like 45 minutes of sleep the night. I of, heard. And I didn't sleep. So then we get there and they're like, oh, it's just a 10 to 15 minute helicopter ride. Oh, no. So I'm like, oh, this is nothing. You know, we're up there for 50 minutes. Up there for 50 minutes, and then we couldn't circle anymore right. because we had to stay into one place. So you're just hovering. I'm hovering, and the, the helicopter would drop and kept dropping. And I was like, oh my God, I'm going to throw up all over everybody. <laughs> you know? And it was so, I was so embarrassed. But finally, the, we landed and we got off. That's the thing. I feel like she was super alive in she a lot was. of these. She was. Which is why it was like, so, whenever she talked about the music, she shut she down. She was like dead. She like wasn't aware of it, which. Right. Well. Yep. But then when she said, this interview is really cute. I highly recommend going and watching it because Mm -hmm. Mario surprises her with one of her dolls from the 90s. And they have this really cute moment. So I have something I want to show you. Okay. It's my last thing. I have a bone to pick with you. Okay. Okay? Oh, God. Because, look, I want you to see how cute your doll is. She's not cute. No, she's cute. Okay, no, you want to see not cute? Hold that for a second. This is not cute. Look at mine. He is cute. No, he's not cute at all. I look like a munchie. I look like one of those monkeys. And look in the back. Right? I like it. I think look you're at the wig. hot. Oh, my God. Well, you just made my day, but that is so nice. Look at how cute yours is and how cute oh, mine is. Ugly. No. Ah. No, I want you to sign it. That's why I brought it out. Okay. Look at that. Sign yours. Oh, all right. Oh, my God. Can I have it? Yeah, you can have it. Oh, yeah. Cool. <laughs> well, hold on. Let me put. Do you actually watch Saved by the Bell? Every day of my life. Shut up. Oh my no, god, I love Saved by the Bell. Don't lie though, you were more into Zach though, huh? No, I was more into you. Oh, I yeah. loved you. This is like, are you kidding me? So this means so much to me. Are you kidding me? Well, look at this. Awesome. Wait, now I gotta take a picture to capture this moment. She's super normal Brittany in this interview, and it was like the needed redemption from the complete despair we felt after the desert. Oh, yeah. Night and day. It was night and day. It's crazy. She continues to be good at interviews during this whole she moment. She does, actually. She... She starts getting into the meaning of work, bitch, at this point, which is oh my God. a problematic slay, I would call it. You know, um, songs like Work Beep for my um, gay fans, you know, the term of endearment of that. And just, um, you know. <laughs> she meant well, which is the important part. The There started to be some backlash from some gay outlets being like, she's fully just referring to us as like objects. Uh, what did she say? Gays are so like funny and adorable or something. She she does like a gay star news interview or something like yeah. Um, and she, she said they're adorable and hilarious. Adorable and hilarious. And people like fought her about it. Like some did because they were like, <laughs> clearly we're not all funny. Like there was some humorless gays who were mad about it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is like one of those cases where it's like her perception of the world is so stunted because of her celebrity that she doesn't really understand why it was kind of offensive in some ways to just be like work bitch you know for gays but the intention was so pure and clearly so pure she just doesn't know it's it's not an excuse but it is the reason but she says it a lot she says work bitch is her term of endearment for her gays (laughs) she says it numerous times she does so this is the part where britney really starts to (laughs) she really starts to acknowledge her gay fans yeah and this is where the marketing work bitch is oriented to gays which was an interesting choice 
it's a street slang for everyone. Like, you know, and I get to work and like, you know, that's what you do when you get to work and it's like. The concept for the video circus is basically about, you know, a circus. It's like kind of like a respect to the gays as a term of endearment. Really? Yeah. I feel like it first started with the video because like everyone would always interview her and be like, so where does it come from? Mm-hmm. And like, blah, 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 blah. What does it mean? Right. And she would always say that like it was the gays, which honestly is probably true. Yeah. She's surrounded. Like her choreographer as a dancer probably were like. makeup artists. Like, all yes, gays. work, bitch. Yes, like, we all absolutely. So true. She was true. being honest. Mm-hmm. And then there's this really good moment where it's in London. She, well, this is where she stops saying work, bitch. She starts saying beep. Work, beep. Which is self-imposed, by the way. She, yeah. <laughs> she decides that she cannot say bitch. Yeah. This and, is like the beginning of Britney self-editing. <laughs> yeah. And she said it's for her gay fans. The term of endearment. And um, yeah, it, it just her descriptions of it mm-hmm. really start to not make any sense. Doesn't but make any sense, does it? <laughs> we love it. We love it. And uh, then, like you were saying before, where you were like, some people were mad yeah. about, because she like called gays adorable <laughs> and hilarious. Which is disgusting. How dare she? I know. Oh my God. I mean, it's also interesting. It's like not the worst thing to say. No, it's not. It was just... Uh, we're also getting into the era of things where things are being called out a lot. Right. And this oh, is true. This is like during that era. So um, she gets called out for we there's a lot of like calling out of pop stars for pandering to gay fans. Yes. And this is when she decides that she's going to be public about pandering to gay right. fans, <laughs> which is she doesn't do that. Like she doesn't. She's always just been the gay icon. She's never had to say anything. Right. She doesn't really pander. So this was the first time she kind of was, which was clearly a talking point fed to her. Yeah. And it was coming off as... It was coming off as insincere. Definitely. Which I don't think was her intention. No. But she actually talks about that, though. Um, She did an interview, which actually wound up kind of... (laughs) Making it worse. It made it way worse. But so she does this interview (laughs) and it's with um, Pride Source. The full thing is still online. The interviewer tells her about that whole like adorable and hilarious thing offending some people. Wait, what? Who felt the other way? She asks, sincerely concerned she's offended people and even a little lost. You get the impression Britney Spears doesn't Google herself. She essentially says, like, I never meant to be mean. Yeah. And Innocent Knee jumps out and has no idea that she's, like, hurt someone. And she's an angel and she never would. (sighs) Ironically, she winds up making it worse with her her next response, which (laughs) I personally think is one of the funniest fucking quotes probably of hers ever. Yep. I mean, my favorite being my pussies hanging out of my fucking is one of the best. But she says, (laughs) she talks about her the influence of the gay community in her music. And she says, quote, I get inspiration from them on almost all of my songs. <laughs> Wait, here we go. Quote, they're somewhat girls. So it's in <laughs> quote. They're somewhat girls. So it's so inspiring to do stuff that they like to hear like the cool in stuff Whatever I do for each record is definitely inspired by them. <laughs> she give it I, up for them. Weren't they amazing? Weren't they somewhat girls? <laughs> um, I, I detected zero lies. I mean, 
Uh, all around the world, <laughs> pretty girls. Wipe the floor. Sometimes they're boys. <laughs> Oh my God, we're digging the grave deeper. We are. You know, um, she meant well. I mean, we've said queen. some things that we might regret, maybe even on the same podcast. But. Who hasn't? You know, I think context is everything, mm. and in- intent is everything. Mm-hmm. And I don't think there was. Any, there wasn't. There's no. There, she doesn't have a bad bone in her body. She doesn't. Well, one knee. One. Oh wow. Sorry. Wow. You really went there. Oh, that's too far. I'm too sorry. Far. Karma's going to get me. It really is. She's an angel and she would never. She but would never. Um, there's also a couple funny, which I didn't realize at the time was as funny. She describes Britney Jean not, I mean, we've already heard that it's her most personal mm-hmm. album ever. She defines Britney Jean as her gayest album ever in this <laughs> interview as well, because he asks, is this your gayest? Is it Britney Jean? And she says, I would say so. Yes. Yeah. So uh, undoubtedly, <laughs> yeah, the gayest, most personal album ever. Apparently, yeah. I mean, well, catfishing is big on Grinder, so like it kind <laughs> of is. <laughs> I just feel... a vocal catfish moment. <laughs> I just feel like it has that feeling. You can't really put your finger on it. It just really has that feeling of dot 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 that <laughs> is the quote. Um, who could disagree? Yeah, yeah. Her gayest and most personal album to date. And then finally, and this is, I I have a theory about what she meant in this quote, but she's asked about being a gay icon. And her quote is, I don't know about that, but I know I do have gay fans. It says, I remind her that a large part of the community sees her as a gay icon. Her response, quote, that's nice. I don't know about that. (laughs) And then he says, but surely she's thought about her status in the gay community, right? And her quote is, not really, no. <laughs> like, it, the interview really just sinks off right here. It's so good. And she just kind of, like, shuts off. Yeah. And I kind of feel like she thought he was calling her gay. Like, she thought it meant, like, if, like if I was like, oh, my God, you're a gay oh, icon. She, I bet. It, oh, she totally. Thought, you know what I'm saying? She absolutely did. Where she was like, she thought he's calling me gay. Yeah. And an icon. And she's like, no, I'm not gay. But either know, <laughs> Humble Knee jumped out or she She didn't understand the didn't understand the it. question, which it's it either one is possible. Right. But I support your theory that she fully was like, I um right, I like am she straight. was she was reading it as like the adjective. It would really make sense if she read it very literally. I honestly think she did. I'm quite sure. Like Humble Queen didn't understand Humble the concept Queen. of what being a gay icon is. Yeah. I would hope that in time with social media and things like that, that she has sort of like expanded her worldview of, of gay icon. Right. But um, what a delicious treat that interview was. Yeah. Somewhat girls <laughs> is somewhat girls. Incredible. Well, the gay legend really jumped out there. She sure did. And she sure jumped out of the work bitch video, which comes right after. Oh my God. So we have the premiere of the work bitch video which I analyzed on moomoos.com. And if you didn't know, she tweeted it out. She did. And didn't she crash your website? She crashed my website because normally it only has a bandwidth for 12 fans <laughs> and far more decided <laughs> to visit that day. She, I was uh, then at that point working at Idolater. I go out for lunch and my phone, because this was before like you could control your notifications and shit like that, or like I ever thought oh, of doing right. that. It was like, 
vibrating violently. Oh my God. And it I, was... Yeah, I know what sh- that feeling is like. Uh, yeah, well, you, whenever you get attacked by... Oh, wait, I mean, that anyone. sounded so passive. The way I, just, I, <laughs> t- I know what that's like no. because I'm just... It's it's just I'm so painfully popular. I, no, <laughs> no, that's not what I meant. I was okay. like, I was having a visual in my, my mind and so I was checking out. Um, <laughs> this is very Britney of me. Very hotel fantasy. No, I remember at one point around like this time, Tyler Oakley yes. retweeted one of my vines or yeah. something or like one of my tweets Tyler's caused it yeah and it was the first time I'd ever had like a viral tweet and literally my phone was on fire yeah I remember you tweets were firing off mm-hmm. so fast my phone was just like yeah. chirping yeah and it was hot on the inside and then the battery died yeah and I was like wow, wow is that what celebs feel like <laughs> they can't use their phone <laughs> like you literally could not use your phone yeah that's um that is what happened at that time I didn't understand what was happening because people were texting me just like the word Brittany. And I'm like, yeah, I fucking know the video came out. Right. <laughs> um, as it turns out, You're she like, tweeted, I'm aware. she tweeted, um, this made my morning. Uh, this is my favorite review of work bitch so far or something to that effect. Life affirming. Um, I just like to thank the Academy for this moment. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was like a real uh, crazy moment because it was like, now she acknowledged the site because I'm like getting involved in her world. I didn't say it the last time, but I was like a plant in the Ellen interview. Like it wasn't, I was picked as a lucky fan. Like her team reached out to have oh. me in there. Yeah. You didn't confess that to me. <clears throat> oh, I know. Oh. Wow. She was, she was planted there. I was planted. Um, but that happens though. I think as a favor to be honest, cause they knew I was such a big fan. Like they didn't, right. cause they didn't, it's like, kind of a guaranteed safe, yeah, because they knew I'd ask something that wouldn't right. be, yeah. I did that once. With who? The Jonas Brothers. Oh, same. Iconic. <laughs> do you want to know what I, got, what I got planted to do? Oh, wait, was, I saw you. You were in, you, it was live, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I can't shade you for being a plant because I totally have been one myself. <laughs> oh my God, this is so iconic. Well, I mean, I stood out like a sore thumb. So it was like literally like all these teen girls mm-hmm. and then me <laughs> in well, the you're, back corner you're sometimes somewhat a girl so <laughs> yeah I, as a gay somewhat a girl um not somewhat yet a, woman. a girl <laughs> oh, my, oh god. my god that's a remix oh yes okay anyway but anyway i got planted in the so this was like the joe jonas sex tape rumors oh yeah and so obviously you know one of these tweens isn't gonna ask about that but no. like i was about to so they're like okay we're gonna let you go but we have to plant you there and we're gonna have a question for you and it's like the big headline so don't fuck it up yeah so i'm like oh my god this is my moment <laughs> so i stand up there's a video of it yes and i'm is. like what is the craziest rumor that you guys have heard about yourselves <laughs> When does that sex tape come out, Joe? <laughs> I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'll get you. I'll get you the advanced coffee. I'm getting you the director's cut. <laughs> and I like Kim G'd and like yeah. sat back down. <laughs> that was good. That was iconic. Yeah, you set it up for them. Mm-hmm. I really did. They're forever grateful that you could be part of their legacy and shutting down the sex tape rumor. Mm-hmm. Wow. I'm literally Kim G. You are Kim G. And then the Jonas Brothers like broke up a year later, which is awful. I'm so sorry. Yes, you're still. But I had that morning. moment. It's fine. Yeah, you did. He um, looked me in the eyes. Oh, reference. When I asked the question. Yeah. Got a piece of heaven. 
Oh, this is steering off course. <laughs> you know what? I'm sure the people listening at home would love for this year to steer off course. I'm sure they would. Um, <laughs> anyway, so let's, where are we at? Um, we didn't actually talk about the video, just the hype around it. And we can the hold mi- the millions the video review. Should we hold it? We can hold it against us. Yeah. Yeah. Keep something positive for the second <laughs> half of the episode. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> um, at the same time, I would say like days later, she goes to London and she um, does an interview and like an asshole. I tweeted because I knew the name of the album. I tweeted, I wonder what Britney Jean is announcing on the radio today. Oh, right, because it was still it wasn't untitled yet. Mm-hmm. And that's then, right. That was so last minute. Yeah, that they titled that album, and then they call it Britney Jean, which right. is a term of endearment. Yeah, this is where the term of endearment really takes off. Sure does. It's called Britney Jean. Britney Jean, nice one. And why is it called Britney Jean? Well, it's just, you know, it's a personal album and like all my family, they always call me Britney Jean. It's like a term of endearment and I just wanted to share that with my fans. When I was younger, when I was really bad, they would call me Britney Jean and that was kind of like the term of endearment and it's what my family, you you know, the name they usually use. So I wanted to share it with my fans. I would always be called Britney Jean. That was Mm -hmm. like the term of endearment that they would call me. So I wanted to share that with my fans and just use that. Okay, she really thrived in London, though. She did. She has like, some she, great interviews. There's one that's not a serve. There's like one where she's having an off day. Oh, the this or that thing? Yes. Oh, my God, where she that says one, she'd like, she could choose to jump off of the canyon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In which of these dangerous locations would you rather be stranded? Standing in a shark-infested pool like your video for work, or standing on the edge of the Grand Canyon like your video for I'm Not a Girl? I think I would rather be standing on the edge of Grand Canyon because it's up to me whether to jump or not. That is the most phenomenal, horrifying jumped out for a split second there. You're right. But like the rest of the London interviews were so good. She refuses to say bitch. She's still self-editing. I really, I kind of feel like she went to the UK and in her mind, everyone's so much classier in the UK. So oh, she yeah. was too horrified to say bitch in front of British people. That is absolutely the reason. Like she's like, Oh, I'm in. And she even at one point starts like doing a British accent. Yep. And the woman's like, that's not how we talk. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, guess it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> like she literally has this character of like, I'm in London now. Tea I have to crumpets, be classy. Fancy. She just has that full fantasy. Yeah. London fantasy. And she can't say bitch. Nope. Work while she's beep. in London. So she calls it work beep. Yeah. That's her own doing. And she is going to self-edit her next two videos as well. And all her videos, actually, because of this this newfound self-editing conserv- conservative side of her. Conserv- conservative. Conservative. I almost said conservatorship, which is still in effect. The conservative mother <laughs> yes. jumps out. Is it through the lens of, okay. A mom. Yeah, I'm a mom. Yeah, and how do I explain course. some of this stuff? Yeah, exactly. The conservative knee mother jumps out. Um, she even does the chatty man segment with the whip. You need some. Work, bitch. <laughs> that was cute. Trying to get her to say it. Yeah. And, she's and she like, does say it, I think. Eventually, they're like screaming at her to say it. Yeah. Later in that month, we also get the album cover. It's not as bad as Femme Fatale. No, I actually think the Britney Jean photo shoot is pretty good. Like, it's those are some stunning photos. I like the ones not with the kids. Sorry, children. Oh, yeah, those. Those are not. They're like I family scrapbook. That. I was talking about the, there's like two that have the black 
the backgrounds. backdrop yeah that are like i like fierce. those yeah that was also kind of the introduction of like her face looks a little different the lips yeah mm-hmm. a little bit yeah i like it i like the look of it i like the britney jean hart it's mm-hmm. just like a traumatic logo but it is i actually like the logo it's yeah. just like associated with nightmares and terror i associate it with my mom asked me to do christmas lights and oh. so i took um those like tube lights and red heart lights and i made the britney jean heart i think i remember this in my parents lawn yeah there's a photo of it on twitter right yeah and um i feel so bad because i just i realized now that like i left to come back to the city after christmas and like left it all in their yard wow so you're saying you just like destroyed their lawn you just like dropped a mess and ran away yeah wow that doesn't sound like britney jean at all (laughs) yeah (laughs) so my parents had to like literally pluck tube lights out of the front lawn that said Britney Jean That's on them. us trying to carry work, bitch, out of Britney Jean into the legacy. It's true. <laughs> okay, so we get a cover that I think we can agree is, like, good if we didn't have those memory associations. And an iconic personal note that she handwrites next to a laptop. I want to show you the different sides of who I am. I am a performer. I am a mom. I am funny. I am your friend. I'm Brittany Jean. You know what? I kind of felt that. I felt that. I felt that when she read it in that special. Yes. She um, wants us to know that this is personal. Yeah, except it's not. Nope. But like, I really felt that when she said it. I just wish that it registered. Mm-hmm. It was a hearkening back to the days of the notes that she used to write us on BritneySpears.com. Oh, yeah, that's true. So that was a sweet little thing. And the photos of her flipping us off. Mm-hmm. Iconic. Mm-hmm. But now she's a Christian mother. But (laughs) unrelated, the last thing that happens in October is a little whippersnapper named Miley Cyrus twerks an album out called Bangers. And in that album is a song called SMS Bangers. Cat walks, lick, talk, walking with the big dog, dogs. I like it. I'm happy about it that it happened. Miley is a diehard stan. Yeah. This, to me, was like Miley's Me Against the Music. Yes, it literally is Me Against the Music. Yeah. The passing of the baton. I not that love yeah, Miley Cyrus, and I will. I say that as like, I don't like all of her music, mm-hmm. but I will not tolerate any Miley Cyrus slander on nope. my timeline. No, no. As far as on the superficial side of it, um, star power, charisma, X factor. uniqueness, nerve talent, whatever, she actually is that girl of mm-hmm. that generation. Like, yeah, she totally is. So whatever, you know, Brittany is to us, like I, Miley is to that those kids. I, it's the generation right under us, mm-hmm. for sure. We we stand Miley. Miley stands Brittany. And she's so excited to have this happen. And it's really just, uh, I want to say like a 25 second cameo. Yeah, it's just like a brief. Yeah. She does a lot of Brittany-isms during it. She, it is very Brittany. You it's know what I'm on that quick. meow? <laughs> Quick to set your eyes, eyes out. out. <laughs> oh my god. You know what I just thought of too? Speaking of Miley Cyrus, <clears throat> when we were at that bar and that kid was dressed up as it. Oh singing my god. Party of the USA. Mm-hmm. And he was like, Anna Britney's song was on. Like now it's just seared in my brain. Yeah. I really just like ruining songs for myself. It's true, you do. Anyway. And we forget, but Bangers was the most culturally relevant album moment 
of that year by far. That was twerking with was Robin Thicke. VM- oh, this yeah, was yeah. everything. Wrecking Ball. This oh was yeah, this year she she came in like one. So she was she did. So this could not have. She was on the hottest album of the year as far as pop culture re- relevance. Wow. So yeah, know who else came in like a wrecking ball this year? <laughs> Will I am sure did. Speaking Will of you speaking not? of wrecking balls, um, <laughs> Will I am to Britney's career. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, he did that. Only just one episode after I stand, scream, and shout. Right, exactly. Before we get to the full shebang, we get another single announced. We do. And we get it revealed in an innovative for the time way, Snapchat lyric reveal, mm-hmm. which is interesting. She signs up for Snapchat for a day and Same. sends yeah, like and sends threatening lipstick mirror messages to yeah, it's um, very like red rum. Red rum <laughs> slash getting kicked off of All Stars. Um, <laughs> um, and perfume. The song drops at that point too. Yeah, yeah, and had its own single cover. It did, which was I. I kind of liked. Yeah, it. yeah. I'm not mad at any of the imagery from this era. No, I mean I was kind of mad that they reused that one photo. Wasn't it like a Vegas photo for Work Bitch? Yes. Yeah. Of but her like at whatever. The vanity or whatever. Yeah. yeah. It's a fierce picture. At this point, however, we start to get a little nervous about the album because a series of things go very, very wrong very fast. Dev Hines, who legend, Blood Orange, he did a million things, including Solange, Sky Ferreira. Like he was working with all the cool it girls. And so he was rumored to be working on it. We find out that his song gets rejected. Naughty Boy says he's not on the album. Dark Child says he's not on the album. And then it starts to become clear that like, okay, who the fuck is on this album? Right. All of these exciting names that we've been hyping for a literal year are not on this album. Then it gets messy. Passenger leaks. And it is a early version, I believe. I'm not sure if it's the same version as was on the album. But fans notice that something's off about the vocals. Again. Yeah, something's off. Something's off. As well as a early version of Alien leaks. Yeah, the dem. I remember it was like demo, like alien demo. Demo was yeah. Didn't hate it. Didn't hate it, but it was kind of rough too. And also, I will say, like compared to the expectations set by Ray of Light, like right. Alien is like okay, everyone gets rejected, right? Because then I'm thinking like, oh, so it's just Will I Am, yeah, which turns out basically to basically be what happened. We get Passenger. Granted, Passenger is with Diplo, and that was originally, I believe, Katie's song. Sia co-wrote and sings on it. Sings a lot of it. Spoiler alert there. But before we get to the album, we get the album listening party, which... Yeah. So we're in the final stretch now. We get a iHeartRadio moment with just Ryan and Will I Am, where they kind of run through a bunch of tracks... And again, she runs with like the line of like, it's a term of endearment. And she's super uncomfy during this. Yeah. This is, I think, where we get um, edamame beans. Oh. Is another quote from it. Yep. We also are blessed with a meme that comes alive years later when somebody finds out what she did. Um, Ryan is talking about his girlfriend. It might have been when they were talking about perfume. Yeah. 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 And Ryan casually says, girlfriend. And Brittany <laughs> looks over and just mouths very incredulously, girlfriend. 
and that is where britney realizes that he is not gay yeah for the longest time i thought it was fake oh yeah that like someone just captioned it like Mm -hmm. on a a gif Mm because you know i'm guilty of it right i'm guilty i'm guilty (laughs) um of like making fake captions on gifs but like if you watch it she definitely like does she's a full-on realization during that interview girlfriend (laughs) and i'm like oh my god Queen of, of, like, truly showing on her face what she's thinking, always. I'm surprised she just didn't flat out be like, oh. Like, oh, you flat iron your hair? That's, like, somewhat like a girl. (laughs) Somewhat like a girl. (laughs) I'm sure she thought that. So we do get that moment of grace, that state of grace. But um, I also loved when they're talking, like, he's talking about work bitch and, like, her playing this character. And Mm -hmm. she describes herself as an actress. They know mommy's an actress, though, when I do videos. And it's like, mommy's a character. Yes, mommy's a character. Mommy's not like that all the time. Yeah. Loves a character. Loves a character. Yeah. And then we then we get into Ellen. Yeah. She does an appearance on Ellen where she just. So mom. Completely mom. This is like the opposite of what I want. Yeah. She's like seeing Sophia Grace and Rosie again, who oh famously God. ruined my this moment. Is, this is my moment. <laughs> yeah. They, they, they um, what do they do? They serve cake. They, it's her birthday. They do like a thing for her birthday. Yeah. They have cake. Brittany's in a tiara. She's very, she's feeling this. Yeah. She just wants to do this. She's like eating cake and having discourse with an eight-year-old right yeah and then like ellen's like oh so they don't say work bitch like they say work biatch oh yeah 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 yeah. and then they talk about the boyfriend her relationship talk generally from 2011 to 13 feels like somebody fed her lines looking back i'm like what her relationships seemed very strange at that yeah. time anyway so the album drops album drops and we get like a couple other final moments so <laughs> She does a Ask Anything webcam chat this year, <gasps> which is the source of that iconic gift set. It's just her saying, cool, very cool, really, really cool, cool, amazing, cool, really cool. That's literally her responses the whole time. And at the end, <laughs> she just is like, and thank you guys so much for watching and blah, blah, blah. Like a really, like she's clearly reading off the laptop uh-huh. and just like turns Gets to the side. Up. <laughs> She, she doesn't even get up. She just goes like this. She, oh yeah, that's right. She just leans over someone, until she's off screen. Yeah, she just leans to the side so that she's off the webcam and then has someone shut it off for her. And then finally, the last promo moment of the year is I am Brittany Jean. Which is actually the saving grace. And I wonder if we should talk about it after the album because it kind of like got our mood back. Okay, so that will be the redemption, the, re- the I, actual ray of light. I called it the redemption when I wrote about it because oh. I was like feeling so low and that lifted my spirits and mm-hmm. made me excited for peace in me. Okay. Yeah. We're going to take tuned. a little pause. You'll have to wait and see. Yeah. Get some water, refresh your life mm-hmm. because we're about to go there. We're about to get personal. <laughs> <laughs> People can take everything away from you. But they can never take away your truth. But the question is, have you subscribed? You can subscribe to It's Britney Bitch here on Apple Podcasts. You can follow us on Spotify. And where can you find us on social media? Where can they find you, Brad? Oh, if you want to follow me, uh, follow me at MewMuse, M-U-U-M-U-S-E on all social platforms. Lucky. I wish mine was all consistent. You can follow me on Twitter at TKyleMac or Instagram T.Kyle or YouTube T. Kyle M. She was not consistent. And what's the OnlyFans? 
Oh. oh. <laughs> um. <laughs> okay. So, <clears throat> Britney Jean, Britney the album. Jean, the experimental Christian EDM mixtape. Is this the hardest that you've ever worked on an album? Um, I pretty close. Yeah. Yeah. I would say so. Before we jump into this album, mm-hmm. I'm going to say something that may shake the Britney community to its core. Mm. And I don't mean to say this to be salacious. I'm not doing this for attention. I'm not saying this. Well, I'm doing this for attention. Oh, okay. I mean, normally I would, but like, I'm actually not. Um, I'm not saying this to cause a scene, to cause controversy, etc. I'm saying this as someone with two eyes and two ears who has listened to Britney Jean Spears since 1998. And on first listen of Britney Jean, I did not think it was Britney singing this album. Yeah. I listened through it and I was like, that is not Britney Spears singing this album. I'm saying it. You and a lot of people said it. Yeah. (laughs) You're definitely not alone, not alone, not alone. And to be more specific, Mm -hmm. I, and I will say in each song, but I feel like she only sings less than a quarter of it. Yeah. And that is just my honest opinion. As someone with ears, yeah. who, and for you at home, I'm like, like no joke. List if you listen to the old stuff, yeah, and even blackout. And I love an auto tuned moment. Mm-hmm. I love an electronic moment. We brave new girl, femme fatale. There's a lot of highlights, yeah, where they really, you know, manipulate the vocal, yeah, and like even in a lot of the EDM I listen to, of course, like, like Galantis, love Galantis. Those vocals are vocoded which is fine. I stand. But Mm -hmm. like this to me was not Britney Spears singing. Yeah. I feel liberation. I feel 20 pounds lighter. I (laughs) wish I actually was 20 pounds lighter, but I feel so much better getting off my chest. Yeah. And it's out there and it's done. That That was my last hurdle. Y'all. This is the Watergate of the Britney community. (laughs) This is the great (laughs) scandal. (laughs) Britney Jean is because I'm like, girl, this is Russia. This is Russia. Hacking. This is Russia. Hacking the motherboards. uh, Something is clearly up from the moment Work Bitch comes out. Actually, not Perfume. Perfume feels like her. Passenger, certainly. Yeah. And Alien. Uh, To a degree. But I feel like at the time that the album... Because it it started leaking in like these rough... Yes. And then also with like various things people were saying and just like the shadiness with the producers or whatever. Yeah. I feel like... I wasn't alone, alone, alone. Yeah. No, you're certainly not. No. And like without um, getting anyone fired or like ruining careers or anything like that, at that point from everything I knew from producers to remixers who were sent stems of the songs, which are the individual vocal files. Yes. Explain what a stem is. Not like a plant. Not like a plant. It's like the actual vocal uh, files that are contained in the song stripped down if you will stripped down like a karaoke version but like flat no, out not a karaoke that, no <laughs> well the opposite of the karaoke the vocal acapella. stems are the acapellas you want a hot buddy you want a bugatti you want a maserati you, you better what bitch i know that remixers who obtained passenger just their were no Britney vocals during those certainly not that high note that is clearly sia And I've just been told from enough very reliable sources slash people involved in the album that for whatever reason, well, actually there were several reasons, 
be it the rush of piece of me and trying to get that residency ready or her just not wanting to record at that time, both of which are legitimate things that were happening. They rushed out an album that was not her completely. Hmm. As you said, anyone with ears who's a Britney fan could tell that something was off about some of these songs. And there were certain things happening at that time that kind of fan the flames. Um, this is where Maya Marie comes in. And this is why Maya becomes like a very important part of the Britney legacy. Because Maya is listed as a background vocalist on the most problematic songs, I would say, of the album. Like uh, Work Bitch, Chillin' With You. Um, things where it's like that her vocals were most questionable. Right. And, and Britney's had background vocalists that mm-hmm. kind of come through more prominently in songs and stuff. For sure. Which I think is fine. It is. Like, but in this case, the mixing felt very... Um, it was almost like filling in spaces. Right. And at that time, Maya Marie's father allegedly gave an interview with Star, or at least that's who they said they talked to. And you've got her father claiming that she did the vocals on this album, like, or mm. that Britney isn't even aware of some of the who's singing on her album. Maya gives a statement after and says, her statement is like, I'll read it specifically because if you read between the lines, I am so grateful for the opportunity to provide background vocals for Britney Spears on a small number of her most recent works. I most certainly cannot take credit for her tremendous talent as a singer. She is a veritable living legend with a longstanding reputation for excellence in all aspects of her artistry. She is my idol and I have nothing but the utmost respect and admiration for her. I have no further comment. To me, if you read between the lines, she says nothing about it might be me on the songs. Right. Like it's a non-denial denial. Yeah. She's grateful for for the opportunity and she hails Britney as her idol. The other thing I'll say about that is Britney fans like came for Maya during this era. They were mad at her, which to me is insane because she came in, did her job. Right. She's not behind the booth manipulating it so that she gets more upfront on the vocals. She had no say in this. If it turns out that like, as I will get into, I think work bitch is, 90% 90% Maya. I think that she had no idea what, what happened. I think she went in because she's done two albums with her already. Well, there's also, I feel like I, and I've learned through being friends with you, sort of the process of music making. Yeah. I never knew about the world of like demos and oh right, it, someone will sing a song and then they shop it around to different artists and then someone will pick it up or, yeah, you know, and then like background vocalists. So it's like people are attacking someone who's doing a demo or background vocals, but like they're not the ones that at the end of the day save the final MP3. No, they're not. She's not mixing and producing it. Like how Brad would have no idea if I manipulated what he said (laughs) when I'm editing this episode. Extremely true. (laughs) Literally trusting me with his you are the fans. you are the will I am of this project. Um, (laughs) Get out out of my apartment right now. You did not. (laughs) Um, Actually, though, we do have periods in our name, though. T. Kyle Will. I am. Wow, God, you guys should collab. <laughs> <laughs> um, the one thing I will say in Will's defense, and I'm not really defending him, but I think it's very interesting, and I this could be its own podcast. There is a producer named Anthony Preston who is on board for this entire project. He 
primarily only works with Will. Up until this point, he did Night of Your Life, that song on David Guetta's album with Jennifer Hudson, which is a bop. A bop. But had done scattered songs here and there. He does the entire album and has no credits to be found after this album. Huh. He is featured on every problematic song on this album as a writer and or producer. Huh. I have 10 million questions for Anthony Preston, who I believe is quite shady. Well, he's here right now. (laughs) Um, Anthony, come on out. (laughs) Come on Uh, out. But for real, I want to know why this person was so heavily involved in this album and then nowhere to be found. That's gotcha. even more interesting to me than Will I Am or Maya Marie. I'm like, why did you get a hand in this project as much as Dr. Luke did and Max Martin did? Like, what? Hmm. Like, who are so you? So your theory was kind of looking at the credits and like deep diving into the technicalities of it and being like, something doesn't add up. Something doesn't add up with the credits. And then just as far as people being involved in the album that have talked to me since... I might have heard that she did not listen to the final playback of the album, which Ooh, she, like she is in Brittany, uh, Brittany, as in she always attends the final playback of the album at the, uh-huh. at the label. And she didn't even attend this one, oh. which would suggest her level of interest in this album. Whoever was pulling the strings of this project was incredibly messy with the handling of it and with the production of it. This idea is not new but it would have been a fierce ep if we just had five songs three songs even like work bitch perfume something else my theory is that they wanted to use it as a marketing tool for vegas thinking yeah. that oh no one's going to come to this vegas show if there's not a new album mm-hmm. and then in i am britney jean she's like very selective in what they played at the the listening party yeah. And I've been to listening parties before mm-hmm. and they literally start at track one and they take you through the entire album. And the fact that they didn't play the entire album for everyone in front of her to me was fishy. Mm. Brittany didn't do that with this one. And so I was thinking mm-hmm. same thing. I was like, I feel like there was probably enough for an EP. Mm-hmm. And then someone was like, Will, you need to finish an album. Yeah. And whatever he did, whoever allegedly conspiracy theory we want to throw in there. Yeah. Something happened. Something happened. For sure. I think a lot of fans, even if you are not on the vocal train, I think most fans would agree that this was still a rushed product to try and get it in time for Vegas. Yeah. It could be. If you believe that it's all her, it's still like... As we'll discuss, there's numerous errors. Yes, there are. I mean, there are so many signs that this was a rushed job. So with that being said, we'll start with the first glitch, if you will, which is Alien. Track number one. Now, this to me is the most disappointing because lyrically, I love this song. Same. If so it's the Britney, much. like, um, if it's the Britney narrative so well of feeling like an alien, feeling strange, unusual you, like all of that, it kind right. of feeling just like a stranger, stranger. in a crowd. Mm-hmm. Like this to me, because I never really, I think I've said this before, that I never really turned to Britney for like a deep. Yep. Lyrical moment. That's right. Which is fine. This to me was her way of talking about her issues with anxiety and feeling socially awkward in a way that was, had like a fantasy to it. Definitely. And was a production and was fun, kind of haunting and a little sad. Mm -hmm. Like it really was self-reflective. Definitely. And it just made me so sad that it was, I mean, the infamous. Yeah. It's, it's, The final mix is bad. And actually, 
we should have known because the final mix of MDNA in its entirety is bad. It's mixed terribly. That's all William. That's William Orbit on MDNA. He returned with Madonna to do MDNA, and the actual mixing of it is bad. And I guess he just didn't know how to. <laughs> being so shady, but like from 1998 to now, something happened in his technical skill sets because. Once again, he f- he fucks up the mastering of Alien, and there is a notorious glitch in it where yeah. her vocal just like skips. Mm-hmm. So embarrassing. It is. It's just it's, like messy editing and just distracting. Yeah, something they didn't catch somehow. Like they didn't really care about how this sounded. And then when it got called out, they like no one thought to fix it no i'm like you can't just go re-export it literally that is the one ray, ray of light moment yeah <laughs> which okay i like it for her i like it as oh, it's perfect for her i do i'm not mad at alien and like the stars in the sky feel like home it's so like do you ever have moments where you're just like on a walk and you look up and it's a clear sky and you just get emotional because you're like wow the universe is so big and we're just little people like does it really matter no, just me. Is that I too have, deep? Sorry. No, I have that moment too, but I, I, I was going to say that that is a recurring thing in her, like Man on the Moon. Like, yeah, she has those moments. Man on the Moon is very underrated. I cried once in a planetarium. Uh, that, that Unrelated said, to anything? Well, stars in the sky, planetarium. But, was it alien related or just, no. oh, you just cried. I just was like, they were talking about how big the oh. universe was. Oh, and I was stressed about little problems. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? It doesn't We're really just matter. tiny people in a big world. Yeah. Big universe. Mm-hmm. We said this was going to be our most personal this is. episode ever. So yeah. I'm just... Um, I I can't say planetary, but I've cried most other places. <laughs> <laughs> the Ritz. <laughs> Certainly oh, cried at the Ritz. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. No. And that is Earth. And that is Earth. It's and you hot. know what? You're starting off on a personal note. Like, I'll give you personal so far. Yeah. Yeah. Then we get into Work Bitch. Mm -hmm. This song has elevated immensely. Yes. The video. Video is fantastic. I mean, her standing in a pool of sharks is like peak my interest. I mean, I don't care if they're fake sharks. I loved that. Yeah. Um, Well, and everything from the making of the video, which we got to see in the yeah. special was yeah. fierce. And you can see she's looking back at the takes. Yeah. And isn't there one part where she says like, I want to look at everything when we're she done. Is, and there's a reason for that. Oh, uh, <laughs> Are you- I have a friend on set. Oh. <laughs> um, Say it. So a lot of it gets cut. And I believe she said that already. She oh, said yeah, that she didn't want to be sexy. Like there's a whole mommy. scene where she was writhing around with the mannequins that get blown up. Oh, right. That's gone. That's like, but she was like doing things in front of the mannequins. I don't know what, but like she had a whole writhing scene there. Gotcha. When you think about it, it is weird that like the mannequins were there for a half second. There was right. more to them apparently. Gotcha. Um, so as you would say, what did you say before? You said conservative mommy. Conservative mommy. The conservative, <laughs> conservative mommy jumped, jumped out, out during the editing of work, bitch. Oh well, I was going to say she seemed like she was very involved in the creative process. I, and so well, I was she was. Her. Well, in, okay. but in an editing way. Well, you know what? Sometimes <laughs> we like to edit ourselves. We do. Like how I cut out a lot of my Gaga jokes. <laughs> You're going to keep these in. <laughs> Yeah, I think um, even still, though, I think it is the right amount of... She might have been right. I mean, I think it is the right amount of sexy and fierce. 
It is. Um, you know, you have those like light suggestions of origin scene. You have the whipping scene. Like, I think that's all good and sexy. It's entirely possible that the scenes she cut were too much. Took away from it. Right. Because we, I trust her judgment. I, well, she concepted <laughs> baby one more time and she that's has right. not been wrong. Well, but, mm, she's had great concepts. She's had ever great since concepts. The first. So, yeah. This is the beginning of her really editing her work visually. Almost every video since gets the chop in a lot of ways. Right. As we'll get into with track three. Well, I was also going to say what elevated this song for me was the choreo. Yes. And the dancing in this feels like such a return to form because we had to deal with femme fatale dancing. Right. So This one she gets on the floor. She gets on the floor. And as you and I know, we went to Banana Skirt Productions. Oh, my and God. And we tried to learn it. And it is painful and it is intense. It really is. And let me tell you, I love getting on my knees. That fucking (laughs) dance class was so painful. And I was completely bruised. My shins were bruised. My knees were bruised the next day. And I'm like, how does she do it? Yeah. And that is like a nightly thing for her. A piece of me for five years at that point. And also the part where she's like, work it out, work it out. Yeah. The hand flick and the hand up and down is iconic. And the wig flip at the end is the also iconic. Where she's like, "Yeah, nigga, to work, bitch." It mm-hmm. totally gets people hype. Whenever we do a DJ set, that's Sip like martinis. That's it. Yeah, she her literal choreo comes through. Yeah, she likes to do a bikini. She does point it out and, and sip her martini, mar- martini, her sober martini. And um, I think what elevated it the most is going to see it five million times at Piece of Me slash right. Piece of Me live tour. It is an amazing opening. Yeah, so I love the song. Again, I question how much of it she sings, but... Really? Yeah, I do. For me, coming from Scream and Shout to Work Bitch, I'm like, okay, she's just going to talk sing, which like, okay, cool, but... Right. Yeah. So luckily we do get singing. In fact, we get belting in one of her first real ballads in... Because Criminal doesn't count as a ballad, really. It's got a beat to it. Yeah, it's a little more mid-tempo. Mm-hmm. So this is her first power ballad in a long, long time. Perfume with Sia. Now, this is one of those moments. Sia just can't help it. Every artist who sings one of her songs does Sia karaoke in some way. It does sound like Britney, but there are some like Sia-isms in the song that are like, this is a Sia song. This is definitely a Sia song. Um, I'm going to have to disagree. Okay. I think that Christina Aguilera's Sia songs do not sound like Sia karaoke. Um, fair. The stand just jumped out. That's true. However, um, I don't know what else I was going to say. I just really wanted to make that <laughs> You just that wanted to point. make a defensive bionic <laughs> moment. I had that point to make and that was it. That was it. That was important. <laughs> I mean, I still think she makes it her own. It's just um, the backing vocals kind of because it is very Sia. It literally is Sia. They should have blended Britney's vocals into Titanium. Oh, I wish. And just given her like a high note moment. Yeah, seriously. Um, but I think she sounds great on this song. I love perfume. I love the concept of it. I love the the balladry of it because we didn't get a ballad in forever. I love that she effortlessly ties this in to her other brand empire, which is five million fantasies and everything else. Yeah. It was kind of destined to be her song. Right. She is truly perfume. Nee. The video, the video, the video, this is a whole debacle. So, okay. 
So Joseph Kahn named as director, which was... Going to be a slay. He's done... Stronger, Toxic, Womanizer. Yeah, which are amazing. All the most... Mem- well, not the most, but like among the most memorable right. Toxic, and, of course. you yes. know, as technology advances, you know, he's also done things like a song called Sneaker Night. That was... um. That was her ray of light. Vanessa Hudgens' ray yeah. of light is Sneaker Night. I That's once, right. I walked by once over in the theater district when she did one of those like musicals or whatever. Uh-huh. And I took a picture of it and I said, oh my God, the girl from Sneaker Night is on Broadway. <laughs> and I got ripped by wow. like high school musical stands Deserved. that were like, are you kidding me? How dare you sully the good name of Baby V? But I didn't mean it as shade. I was praising it was, Sneaker Night. I mean, it should be praised. Yeah. Yeah. And there was like sneakers like twirling and stuff. Anyway. He does that. Um, at this time, he's doing blank space for Taylor, I believe. Yeah. It was exciting to hear that he was doing this video. And then the fiasco happens. Yes. Now, how did this all go down? Um, the It finally drops. And I believe he's already bitching before it drops. He is. And then he pulled a, and I love, a shady stunt. Uh-huh. As a graphic designer, I've had clients who have pissed me the fuck off. Mm-hmm. And I've always wanted to do something similar to this. Yeah. But this is Brittany. And I was like, are you fucking kidding? Is he really doing this? So he went and did an iMovie video teaser. Like literally, this is like iMovie free templates with the swirls and shit. Mm-hmm. Like this was the utmost level of trolling. Yeah. And I was like, oh, God, I was like, yeah. something is happening behind the scenes yeah. because someone of that caliber would not put out an iMovie music video teaser. No. The concept of perfume is basically, you know, perfume. Um, <laughs> no, we find out that she shoots a video. We know that there are paparazzi pictures well before it comes out of her holding a gun at somebody in a car. Right. So the video drops and it feels like there are scenes missing because she's sitting next to this guy in a bed. There's like a ring moment. Yeah. There's a story, there's a story happening, but there's nothing that ties it together. No. He immediately takes to Twitter and begins ranting about how like he wished that we could see the true video for it. And he basically lets us know that this is not the edit that he envisioned for the video he also shared this year his facebook rant his status update it was like ironic sarcastic because he's always sarcastic and he was like hopefully my video will come out after it gets through boyfriend management legal team label and everyone else involved like he was shading the fact that she goes through a very intense process yeah um which is not nice but also like that's how you'd have to deal with Britney things is like through walls and walls of people. Also though, in his defense, he did womanizer. He did toxic. Like these are, he should have been trusted. Right. And he, and since now has done like some pretty epic videos for other people. Mm -hmm. And so I guess I can kind of understand that frustration. Here's my thing. And the thing I think is true with make me, I think it came down to her. I think she was uncomfortable with whatever it was because in this case it wasn't sexy. I think it was You saying, yeah, somebody had a problem with the perfume video. Clearly it certainly wasn't the label. People always like want to blame the label 
for like watering things down, but it's like they want to sell a product. They want it to be shocking or they want it to be sexy. Right. Like they're the make last news and make headlines and yeah. have people talking about it. Yeah. Like I, I'm always puzzled by that immediate reaction. Like, yes, there's a lot of label um, politics when it comes to like what song should be the single and stuff. And they're always wrong and things like that. But it's like in the case of the visuals, like that's, team Brittany. that's right. the director that's them having a creative dispute like the label wants a really hot product and this couldn't have been what they envisioned for the video and in 2014 a fan leaked the quote-unquote original concept which joseph khan himself said someone read the original treatment of perfume and then claimed to have seen the edit which they obviously did not close though but i can read the original treatment because this is what he said that about hmm. um the fan says, I have a friend that works for a production company in LA. She sent me some interesting information about Britney. She had access to the original cut. It went like this. Britney meets a guy with whom she instantly falls in love. It's made clear that the audience to the audience that Britney is an assassin as we see her kill a group of people in a car. Hence the gun pictures that were leaked in the media. She's given her next assignment, who turns out to be the guy she fell in love with. They go to meet in their favorite spot, but Britney's not there. She's across the street with a rifle with her target set on him. She looks through the scope and sees her man holding a ring for her. She leaves and aborts the mission to kill him. Doing this, she knows she will be killed for abandoning her mission. So she hides out in a hotel and is taken by other assassins, beaten, tied to a chair. We see time pass as she dates, as he dates a new girl, gets married, has a baby. We see him looking out the window, thinking about Brittany, his true love that disappeared. Then we see Brittany on the floor of a hotel room, barely alive, as her body slowly turns to ash. The last shot of Brittany is in the hotel room, of her smiling, and their eyes seem to meet. Her body disintegrates, and the final shot is Brittany and her lover kissing in the sunset. They turned the video into a cheating scandal rather than its true storyline, because the team thought that it would put a lot of media attention on Brittany that would be negative, mainly because of the killing scenes. And then just a little more, but... Um, let me, as Brittany would do... Sorry, I just, I just don't, don't get, get it. it. <laughs> well, um, Joseph Kahn himself said it's close. Right, but like that's so vague. It is. Like what's close? I don't know. Anyway. Anyway. So that's Perfume. <laughs> and then track number four. This is the one that triggered me. It should be easy. When I hear this, I experience something. I, it is a trauma. Yeah. Um <laughs> One second. Um, <clears throat> oh, I didn't know you did the backing vocals this whole time. This is thank you. you. Um, it's now confessed that I did all the vocals for it. Should be easy. <laughs> You would, you will. I am I'm breaking my NDA. <laughs> God almighty. What a miserable million billion. Many say that my baby is Britney's worst song of all time. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, this is her worst song ever. Yeah. Even though it is vocoded and stuff, I just feel like at the heart of it, it's like not her. No. And I also just hate it. So, and then we start to get into the whole, personal how i just hate it so much <laughs> I just, I, yeah i really hate it too i hate like it a lot um i'm hitting next track okay thank you um thank you next do we want to hit next track or would you like to hit stop <laughs> um well, i did earlier um, <laughs> so track number five is tick tick boom tick tick boom yes this is a bad song 
about Dick Dick Boom? I don't know. I, I, I know. It sounds like Dick Dick Boom. It absolutely sounds like Dick Dick. The runs at the end Whoa. are like not Britney Spears. No. Like that is not Britney Spears singing no. at all. And like this to me, it was a part of the album that is, I don't know who it is. Allegedly conspiracy. If you want to say it's whoever for me, it's not Britney. No, I don't know who it is, but it's not her. No. I know what a Britney run sounds like. This is not Britney Spears singing no. the song at all. I don't know who that is. Well, so like for I me, I, I listen know, but... to it now and it's like the runs are funny to me because it's someone trying to be Britney. Yeah. <laughs> I, I loathe. I hate. Yeah. So painful. It is so painful. Um, um, oh, and we get, it's a feature. We get T.I., right? Oh, right. Who says the worst thing on it. He says, eat it, beat it. Somebody call PETA, right? Ugh. Oh, like, oh, I just got it. Yeah. Eat it, beat it. Anyway, that's yeah. disgusting. Um, yeah, you would definitely hate it. If you hated <laughs> what you thought Inside Out was about, you'd definitely hate. Yeah, that's um, inappropriate. Yeah, inappropriate. The uh, conservative mommy is jumping <laughs> out. I literally am like that, though. Now that I'm you thinking are. about it, I like the conservative mommy jumps out sometimes. <laughs> she certainly where I'm does. Like, <gasps> Absolutely not in my house. <laughs> Literally, though. Oh, my God. That's the new saying. Conservative mommy. <laughs> Conservative is canceled. Conservative is in. Yeah. Um, All right. Next song. Body ache. Um, <laughs> I feel like every song that you name, I'm just going to go. <sighs> like, I don't think this is Britney either. Absolutely not. There's no way. Oh, God, no. I want to dance till my body ache a little bit longer. Literally, it sounds like a Frankenstein production. If it is Britney, then the editing is just horrible because it just sounds like they've stitched together words. Like coming from the last track to this one, yeah. to me, they don't sound like Britney, but then these two sound like two different people too. Right. Like I'm like, you're not Britney. You're not Britney. <laughs> yeah, it is an alien. Unintended. Like literally body double ache. Body double ache. I've even heard that there's like, not. it's not just Maya that does vocals for her sometimes. So I don't know. This is just, it's so foreign to me. It just sounds like somebody else. Yeah. Well, let's keep on going. Um, Keep it going. Till till it's it's gone. gone. I like till it's gone. (laughs) Yeah. I hate. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, of this like sweep of anonymous singers, whoever is singing until it's gone. I this mean, sounds in the spectrum. Yeah, sounds closer to Definitely. Britney's voice. Yeah, in the you know range. Yeah, tonal range to auto tuned Britney. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but then we get into Passenger. Okay, this is the one where I feel like it's three different people singing. Yes. And you know, we, as stands, we've probably all said this at some point in time. Listen with headphones. Uh huh. Listen with headphones, and it sounds better. <laughs> If you listen with headphones, it sounds like there's three different people singing this song. Well, it's definitely Sia. Sia does the high note. Right. We've like deduced that because the the bootleg remixers of Brazil leaked all the stems and like did all these remixes and there isn't a Britney high note to be found. It's hard to jump with no net, but I jump in got no repeat. Michael Pollard, yeah, that's right. No, I can just enjoy the ride. Let's you lead the way now. 
it, it's also a shame because I do like this song. Me too. Well, this is still... And a... I kind of like the lyrics for Britney. Oh, for sure. Yeah, this is also a kind of spiritual song. For it her. is. And, I mean, ultimately, it's Sia, Diplo. It's like good company. It's just uh, somebody mishandled the vocal stems on this one big time. Right. And this one, for me, was kind of like, because she went through a period, well, you know, still kind of isn't a period where she doesn't have control. She was happy with whoever this person was. Yeah taking control literally of the song you know see more without a map mm-hmm. get it not knowing what's out there because she doesn't have a map yeah yeah it's really deep it's, it's deep like, it's, it, it connects uh, with me at the same level as alien right no i i like the idea of it i mm-hmm. wish that it she sounded, sang it i wish she sang it that's literally what it comes down to i get so frustrated with these like justice for britney jean there's like every now and then somebody will have like a justice for britney jean moment where they're like it wasn't that bad and it's like um number one it was but number two do you think it's her worst al- it's her worst album it's her worst album say, yeah okay yeah. thank you that was another thing i needed to say yeah but like number two even if the songs weren't all that bad the the dubiousness of these vocals I can never fully enjoy this album knowing no. there's too much shadiness behind the scenes. Nope. Like, I'm sorry. Even if you like the songs, okay, well, maybe I did enjoy it today though. When I was listening yeah. in like a comical way. Yeah. Like I was singing all like the fake runs and like, I don't think a lot of the songs are bad. No, I think they are just hollow shells of something that is not her, but anyway, Oh, uh, moving on to the highlight of the album, chillin with you featuring Jamie Lynn. Which I think she isn't even on. I am also going to say something that is highly controversial. Go for it. I don't think Britney Spears is even singing the duet with her sister. Yeah, I think it's she's not her. fully not. And if you listen to the line, because in the beginning it kind of sounds like her, but where she says, I drank some red wine Which... and I'm walking, it literally is not her. I drank some red wine. She doesn't drink wine, first of all. She doesn't drink wine. Like, how wrote that line for her? Who are you going to pretend this is her personal album? She's been sober since Blackout era. Like, what are you doing? Literally, like, uh, could not be more disconnected from reality there. No. My opinion is that because Jamie Lynn had her little moment. Yeah. Singing moment. Mm-hmm. Um, which they've collaborated before. Yes. Uh, it's a little show called Zoe 101. Zoe 101. Are you ready? Brittany wrote the theme song. It just, this, I'm like, no. I feel like it was meant for Jamie Lynn Did and they needed like Jamie a... Lynn promo? Yeah, they needed a thread to connect her with Brittany yeah. to like promo her little EP that she did. Mm-hmm. I don't know who was singing Brittany's part. I do not think it is and Brittany. this one to me, I think is the most obvious yes i agree which is shocking because it's a with duet her with her fucking sister i agree with you like I, the auda- the audacity the audacity you have the audacity <laughs> you don't support women like it's shocking it is to me. shocking uh, it should be our duet yeah basically. i'll just i'm gonna bring someone in who's not me <laughs> and pretend to be me next week <laughs> oh my god that would be perfect let's see how that goes before people notice <laughs> I mean, my voice is just so <laughs> soothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was awful. And uh, continuing in that theme, the next track, Don't I 
miserable. I've I've probably listened to this honestly like five times since it came out. Yeah. This one was weird because it was like kind of like a retirement song. It certainly was. It was almost it was so hollow. Yeah. That it was just like, oh. Had sort of a lonesome twang to it. Thinking about Mona Lisa. Uh-huh. Which was kind of like her F you, I'm out. Now she's gone. Which was fierce because it was like, there was sass there. Yeah. This was so sad. I think it was meant to be a breakup song, but it sounded like a retirement song. Yeah, because we didn't really talk about that, but they pretended like, I guess we can give her the benefit of the doubt and pretend she was really broken up about Jason Trowick, but they used the breakup as a selling point for the album too. Nobody believed that. Right. Like I'm going out with my girls. Yeah. And it's like work bitch, you know, for like my gay fans. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I guess this was her breakup song. Um, slash breakup with her fans. I kind of feel like this may have been her. Yeah. That sang it. Yeah. I Isn't this crazy that we're like, I just <laughs> sort of like had an out of body moment where I'm like, I'm sitting here talking about Britney not singing her own album. And I'm like, oh, I think this one was her. Yeah. Yeah. But I do. I think so too. Um, then we can move on to, I would say the actual most personal song. Yeah. And I guess I kind of know that for a fact because she wrote out the lyrics and she she flat out wrote this song and I believe she had said that it was about her faith, I believe, directed to the Lord Jesus Christ. This is where religious knee jumps out. She jumps out with a crucifix and she cancels all of her sexiest moves in her yeah. videos. <laughs> right. <laughs> Brightest Morning Star, I think, is really pretty and nice and sweet and from the heart genuinely and i i don't doubt that that is her singing it and i think it's also depressing because that kind of is what personal meant to britney in 2013 was like her faith her, her kids. faith and it's like not exactly what we had in mind for well a lot of us i will never speak for everyone but i think it was hor- <clears throat> horrifying is a hard word humbling to realize that the true personal Britney of 2013 was this religious mom. Her idea of personal, what we thought personal would be, and what Britney Jean became. It was like just this weird mixture of soulless bangers and devout Christian-y. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Which is kind of her at this point in time, 2013. Right. I can fuck with this song because... I think it's her singing it. Oh, for sure. So I can stand something if it's terrible, as long as it's her. Yeah. And also, um, I just have a, a memory of, because I have a Britney Spears angel mm-hmm. on my Christmas tree. It's a Oops, I Did It Again doll with a Barbie angel costume. Thank you, Mom. She gave it to me for Christmas years ago. And I filmed a video. It was like, you are the night. <laughs> and Yeah. I so think it's, I can enjoy it for what it is. Yeah. There's also a Brightest Morning Star Diner in New York. That's true. So every time I walk by it, I'm like, you, you are the, light are the of life. beautiful <laughs> life. You can never <laughs> let go. You know, and she really did write this one. Right. Like, I, I know this for a fact, which is like reassuring, I suppose. You right. know. Anywho. Anywho. So um, speaking of Jesus, <laughs> you better hold on tight. T-I-T-E. Because... Yeah, talking about errors. Yes, if you flip over your copy of Britney Jean that you probably don't own, <laughs> um, it is spelled hold on T-I-T-E. Yeah. And that is just purely an accident. Mm-hmm. I would love to know how that happened. But anyway, um, hold on tight is 
literally about Jesus. He comes to me in my dreams. I, I fall down to my knees, I think is, or she's on her knees again, I think. Right. To pray. Yeah. Uh, and not in the way that her gay fans. I know her gay knees. fans are like, wait, <laughs> we're doing what? Yeah, I don't actually mind Hold On Tight. Um, I think it's a pleasant melody. Like if we're talking like song structure, like I think um, the chorus is kind of pretty. Yeah, and it has an interesting electronic. It does, it It does. It's kind of dark and warpy. It's like a little interesting. I feel like it's her singing this. Yeah. Which is why I'm also like, okay, you can... You can stay. Mm -hmm. I think anytime she veers religious, it's her and it's personal. So, you know, there is some truth to it. Um, Then we get onto something I know that you at least semi-bop to, which is now that I found you. Did you say semi-bop? Yeah. Okay. Do you fully bop? Semi. I okay. He fully fucks now that I found you. Now that I found you. Okay. And (laughs) hold on to your hold on tight. He jumped off the couch. Yeah, I did. This is the best song on Britney Jean. Okay. I mean, <laughs> I mean, if we want to really just, I mean, it's not a whole lot to choose from. It's true. This is my favorite song on Britney Jean. And this is Britney's Avicii moment. Yeah. A pure unadulterated ripoff of Wake Me Up. Which, you know what? I Fine. love Avicii. Yeah. For Britney to have her Avicii moment. I was all for it. It is such a knockoff. Yeah. And... I have like a remix that I always sing every time I hear it, which is why I probably go off to it. Yeah, probably. I mean, I, I mean, I don't know if I should sing it. I think you're going to anyway. Should I? <laughs> is that really embarrassing? Um, I don't know if I know this remix. I probably do though. No, you don't. I've like literally never like whenever For the I first listened, time ever. Yeah, when because I, I I don't fuck with Britney Jean. I only listen to Perfume, Work Bitch, yeah. and Now That I Found You. Right. The other ones are all, um, they don't sit with us. No. But, um, oh my God, this is so embarrassing. Well, before I, before I sing for you all, oh. I'd just like to, you all to know I'm not a singer. Um, <laughs> but well, neither is, are any of the girls on the charts right now. So you're well, in. Neither are the girls that are on Britney Jean, <laughs> plural. Um, God, that doesn't sound like her. Uh, uh, <laughs> Fucker, that was where my <laughs> remix came in. I was thinking about it, and I was like, uh, oh, let me hear it. I'm unplugging Mimus' <laughs> mic. <laughs> Mumu, shut the hell up. <laughs> Distracted by vocals. So wake me up when it's all over. When I'm wiser and I'm older. I can myself in myself, and I... Didn't know I was loved. Yeah. It's literally wake me up. I. Yeah. <laughs> oh, great. Um, um, it is. It's just a knockoff of it. I mean, and I guess I was like appreciative that they knocked off a good song. Yeah. I mean, one of the biggest hits of the year. Mm-hmm. Not everyone has that. Not everyone has that. Difficult to get. Um, That's her, I guess on that on the song (laughs) (laughs) i love that this is where we've gotten to oh i guess it's her i guess that's her (laughs) um (laughs) um and then we we wind things down with the perfume dreaming mix which i know you like i do i like this one better than 
the other one. Yeah, because they ruined, I, in my opinion, the beat of Perfume is like too loud of the original mix. There's like this recurring, like crashing propulsive beat that's like right that didn't need to be there it like zooms in it like slaps you in the tits every single time it, it zooms is in it's a tit slapper um i i liked the softer approach to the song so i like the dreaming mix yeah it's more haunting it is the haunting is. ballad and oh what a haunting album this is yeah and that's that's how this album ends the deluxe edition yeah i didn't buy it this year that's the one thing i have to confess I like have i am a accident. fake fan I bought I, it. Why would you like be a fake fan ago? for not buying somebody else's album? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I bought it like two years ago. So I could, cause I have my legends binder and I, yeah. there was an empty, like literally an empty space in the CD slots. And I was like, Oh, that's for Brittany Jean. I should mm. probably fill you in. Anyway, <sighs> you know, we got through it. We got through it. Um, the funny thing is I like try, <laughs> I try again and I'm like, maybe I have to reassess in time. And it's like in time, it only is more glaringly like bad and rushed and not her. And oh all yeah, those things. it's almost unlistenable to and, me at this point. And if you find take out any vocal scandal, if you want to believe it's purely her, this is still not a great album. Let's, no. let's take out that whole thing because I know that there are some fans who are like, show me the receipts. There's no proof and they don't believe it. At I have all. no receipts. So I, you know, I just have my own ears, right? It's not the caliber that Miss Britney Jean Spears should be at. No. When the album came out, I was in such a deep depression about it. I like felt like I went through a divorce or something to that effect mm-hmm. because I felt like this was the first time I've always said, even if her personal life faltered, even if anything else falls to shit, the music will always be great. And this was the first time the music was not great. No. It violated like a perfect streak and I'm so bitter about it. Yeah. And it always just rubs me the wrong way. Anytime somebody like says I'm being too shady about it, I'm like, no, you had a streak of number one albums. It was flawless. Everything was flawless. You rushed out a bad product and like ruined the legacy a little tarnished, tarnished. It, it, is a little dent. It's a dent. It is. And I don't really, I can't fuck with the whole, oh, you are too hard on it thing. Cause even, I mean, at the time and I forgot about it, but I was getting a lot of death threats for uh, my review of it, which was not positive. I still get those, but now it's about like when I don't like, I don't know. Oh, Joanne was like the latest one, but um, (laughs) I feel like I know that people didn't love that album. So they were like mad at anyone who didn't like it. They were mad that this happened but it fucked me up i feel like and that's such a weird thing to like say because this is if you zoom out this is ridiculous to be like fucked up about but right and it's such a small blip it is a small blip and is now what did you say before when you were like beyonce invented she, a, oh, a verb she turned her name into a verb now yeah. we're like oh that's a you're that's a britney jean that's a britney jean absolutely she certainly created yeah because everyone has a Britney Jean. It's a term of endearment. It <laughs> literally, it literally turned into a term of endearment. It did. I'm not here to say who I who who what were everyone's Britney, Britney jeans, jeans, but everyone has that. Everyone's got a fantasy, and everyone's it's got a Britney Jean. Not difficult to get. It's not. Everyone has that. <laughs> everyone, has if you will. <laughs> yeah, and it totally it just uh, threw me for a loop. I feel like that was when we were so extra about she's we really coming were. to slay. She's 
Bye, wigs. Like, she's about to destroy <laughs> you your face. Bye, Gaga. Go wipe the floor. And then she comes out with Brittany Jean, and we're like, uh, oh. Right. <laughs> but I will say, in time, the one thing that is, like, fun about our community is that now, yeah. I feel like, in now, general, yeah. we all can look back <laughs> and appreciate it yes. for being comical and just, like, a hiccup. And yeah. because, oh, I mean, speaking of Ray of Light moments, in my opinion... Miss Glory mm-hmm. was yeah. That's much closer. Like we want to talk about redemption, comeback, amazing. Definitely. So like we can look back now in time. That's the thing is we couldn't really do this about this episode until there was a redemption album, right? Because which I didn't think was ever going to come. No, same. I thought Vegas she was retiring. After Definitely, the end of it. and she even like hinted at that. Yeah, she was like I was fully, like, oh, this is what what she's going out on. She fully was like, yeah, I might retire after two years, and you know, have married, married, have more kids yeah yeah she was fully on that journey and so this was like the goodbye tour and the other stands were all like knee is going to rot in vegas knee is going to rot in vegas is like what mm. arose from this and now all those same people are standing in line at enigma but that's a different story <laughs> um well, funny how that all turns out it's well, almost like she you know starts trends uh, I, I oh britney's not relevant oh the stand just fully jumped out again yeah. 2013 i mean it's true like, yeah. literally every other girl after Britney did Vegas. Yeah. And at this time, like, we want to talk about Stan Wars, which I don't normally get involved in, but, like, the Stan will jump out for a quick second here. Uh-huh. Every other fucking Stan group dragged Britney fans. True. Because, like, she was the one going to Vegas to rot. Yeah. And that was, like, the big running joke. And now everyone else is doing it. Yeah. Not there as long as Britney. Right. Not making as much money as Britney. Yeah. Well, you know, now we're all old and irrelevant, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! I mean, that's ultimately what it boils down to. Stand back in yeah. its jar for a second. Yeah, while the Noah Cyrus stands rule their <laughs> generation now because we're the oh irrelevant god, one ones. Is Heidi Montag announcing her residency? Oh, god, um, I wish. We do, however, get a redemption before we, we wrap this all up. Um, an important one because we needed it, uh, and it is called "I Am Britney Jean." Quite a one eighty from "I Am the Femme Fatale." Oh, totally is. Crazy. And as it turns out, it's like super reassuring because she's totally Britney in this. Like, Oh, 100%. Might as well be for the record part two, just um, without asking all the right questions, I would say. Like it's it's getting there, but it's not. It is introspective. There's no breakdown. There's no, no. sadness really. But we get a lot of her admitting she's socially awkward, socially anxious, there's a lot of admittance that she's just nervous. Like even there was scenes where you saw her like go to sit down in the confessional. Yeah. And she looked excited. She does. And the eyes are lit up. Yeah. She's like, oh, she's like, I love sex. She mm-hmm. like gets excited about sex. She's like having fun. Watermelon bubble gum. Yeah. There's like cute moments. There's an amazing moment where she looks at the computer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> which has been memed. And they pull up a picture of her allure photo shoot from 2007 where she like reportedly was like super out of it. Mm-hmm. She's like, when did I take these? Yeah. <laughs> but like, even that was funny to see. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, there's really cute moments. And, but the overarching point of this is look how much work she's putting into this residency. Yeah. There is almost no talk of Brittany Jean in this. No. And the moments that are, it's so forced, so forced. Meanwhile, she's in rehearsals, jumping off the tree, doing all this stuff that we're 
getting excited about. And we're really excited about Peace of Me because of this special. Mm-hmm. Also, we didn't mention this. A little nostradamus prophet I don't know. In the first few seconds of this special, you'll notice two names that flash on the credits. Oh, what are those names? <clears throat> it's K-Tile and Moomoo's. <laughs> <laughs> Who? Um, literally us have our own slide in the opening credits of I am Brittany Jean. We do. We get credited. I get credited for a headline from my irrelevant blog and you contributed the Christmas. Yeah. So they used my photo of the Brittany Jean in my parents parents yard. yard. So it was worth it to do it. Yeah, it was. Yeah. We are featured like for Mm -hmm. a split second. It's like the part where she's doing the photo shoot for the yeah piece of me i think yeah which all of those were a serve too and like even seeing her in action in this photo shoot was a serve absolutely because we had gotten off of this album is going to end her career and her doing interviews being like yeah i'm probably gonna retire after vegas Mm -hmm. and then it's like boom like she's so into this yeah and i think that's the problem with this year is it's overshadowed by quote-unquote britney jean the album yeah which is awful right but if you go search britney spears 2013 interview she's having so much fun in london yeah the i am britney jean special is great it is great the music videos are great she's alive the eyes are open she's having fun the hair is a serve in a lot of these moments (laughs) but it's all completely clouded by this awful album it's true whereas like in 11 and 10 and 12 yeah. She, like, was way more, like, subdued. Sedated, and over subdued, everything. and, like, completely out of it. Yeah. And, and then she here she's alive, coming alive. Paris Hilton once sang. That's right. Well, Paris it, got her out of it with her single. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, like, it got overshadowed. Yeah, it did. Unfortunately, it was, like, when music was at a high, she was at a low, and now we've got music at an all-time low, and she's building back up to where she used to be. Right. So, finally, we're going to balance it out by the time we get to glory. But we, um, we have successfully... Um, traveled the lowest of the low musically <sighs> i've said what i need to say now everyone knows that i don't think she sings britney jean and i feel a sense of relief that yeah. i never have to talk about it again <laughs> <laughs> i too do not believe she is singing on all of britney jean at all i guess i don't know because i feel like there will be people who are who questioned that somebody actually I was talking to had no idea there was even a scandal about her vocals. Really? And I was like, really? They just thought it was a bad album. Right. So I'm like T T, but luckily we are about to have a lot of fun and a great resurgence Mm -hmm. and a never ending (laughs) Las Vegas residency. Well, ain't that the (laughs) truth? Oh my God. uh, Keeps getting better. Well, speaking of Las Vegas, so why did you just look at me like you had no idea? Because I don't know what you're going to say. Which because Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mumu's is afraid I'm going to expose him. I'm saving that for next episode. <laughs> she technically ends the year with yeah. the kickoff of Peace of Me. Right. But um, you'll have to wait and see in the next episode. That's right. Because we went together to, it wasn't the opening night. No, we went second night. Second night. The opening night was like a Wednesday, I think. And then yeah. we went the first weekend okay on new year's eve we did yeah oh my god do you remember that mayhem afterwards yes oh, oh the zombies else. on the street yeah among numerous other things that oh things happened throughout the evening oh yeah um pheromone makes a cameo pheromone is involved yep and we also went to subway things not get sponsored. a little uh, oh um, we did and things get a little hazy yeah for some of us shockingly you and not me i sh- i'm stunned still <laughs> same <laughs> 
It was but, the altitude. Um, anyway. <laughs> it's really dry out there. That's why they keep the mic off. Um, next next episode, we're going to be discussing Vegas in full. That's right. But um, before we end, end, we need to pick a knee. We do. And this one actually came to mind immediately. Trauma knee. I, it felt like a divorce to me. My standum was so blind up until 2013. And then when the music wasn't good, I kind of had a come to Jesus moment listening to Hold On Tight <laughs> where Jesus came down and he was like, this isn't a great album. Oh, she's probably going to retire for real, for real. Like, oh, this is kind of over. Oh, like she's not general public anymore. Like all of those things were shattered. Yeah. So it was very uh, traumatic knee. The first thing that came to my mind was, where is knee? Where is Nii? God, that is damning. Mm-hmm. But so true. I just think she was so totally not interested in recording this year, and they did it anyway. And that was what happens when you get her. Luckily, Larry, even just as recently as now, is claiming that she's going to record after this residency launches and everything, which is certainly preferred to doing it before, because this is what happens when you record before the residency, clearly. They didn't even use it. She did work, bitch, and... <laughs> did perfume but just yep. stood there yeah so i'm like what was the point of the album do a vegas ep they can steal our idea from what it was it like last episode or two episodes ago where we said do, redo the singles collection yeah redo the singles collection with two new songs they should have fucking come up with the song that was called domination idiots with a music video that should have been the announcement just have drop one a song, song. Drop you a don't video. need to do a whole album just give us one song that to get people excited yeah just call it domination one new single i'm giving away too many free ideas this I is know. like dollar signs just flying out of my uh, mouth know. right now but you know what that would slay i i just don't think she's in the mood but i think she's in the same mood she was in exact same mood as 2013 which is doesn't really feel like recording right now because she's got a big show to do right yeah so um thank you to all the boys girls and somewhat girls who were listening <laughs> oh my god <laughs> that taken out of context so problematic oh i'm gonna leave it in because i'm the will i am of, or what did you call me you said i'm the will i am of this podcast um, so yes, i'm did. just gonna leave it in and i'm gonna edit it and manipulate it see you soon see you i could soon. pitch that up higher Okay, until then. <laughs> I'm terrified. I'm going to fuck with all of... I'm going to fuck with your vocals so much in this episode. <laughs> we'll see you soon then. See you soon. See you soon. <laughs> see you soon. You better work, bitch. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. 
Code Program.